Hi, I'm Benjamin Light. And I'm Marcus Marks. And welcome to Bros Watch PLL2. Welcome. Doing our casual rewatch. This time we're rewatching season 5A. Yeah, we are. How are you doing there, Marco? I'm doing so good. How about you? I'm doing fine. Yeah? So we're both re- re- in recovery a little. Yeah. From Paley Fest weekend. Oh, yeah. Did it big. Had a good time. Um, I don't oh. know. Should we go into that now or at the end? Or? Why don't we go into what a good time we had? Um, we did two meetups. Um, in addition to just seeing some people at Paley Fest and saying hi, mm-hmm. uh, I'm amazed I still kind of have a voice at all. I was, you know, just drunkenly shouting so many hot PLL t- takes two nights in a row, but uh, not just hot PLL takes. Oh, you were doing a lot of drunken shouting just in general. Also, somebody foolishly asked you, like, have you watched the show Legion? And you're like, oh, rub my hands together. Finally, I don't even remember that. <laughs> What can I say? I had some hot takes that were just there in the barrel. You had some well actually is for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, You disapprove? Only all the time. Um, Mm. I want to thank people for coming. Like I I don't know how to put into words the gratitude and the shock that people actually showed up both nights, um, especially sometimes two nights in a row or said hello to us like in the lobby Mm -hmm. of the Dolby Theater. That was really cool. Um, the people in the lobby, I'm really especially fascinated because I don't know how much talking we were doing and they managed to recognize. So at least the other people would show up at the I bar. I just thought like there's just two random dudes in their 30s standing around. Like who else could they be? Not the only random dudes in their mm-hmm. 30s. But at least in the bar, there was a guy drunkly shouting hot PLL takes. Mm-hmm. Hottest of PLL takes. Also, I mean, it was just a lot of really cool people. It was fun to talk to people who had different perspectives on the show. Um, Going to talk a lot about Spalub and questions people would have asked if they could have asked at uh at the thing mm-hmm. um also they got to meet crystal she has two podcasts yeah yeah thanks to crystal who came out both nights uh we've had her on head cannon if you've ever listened to that podcast mm-hmm. um oh sounds like my voice is actually a little sore than i remember well, so you're just gonna ezra it the whole i'm gonna ezra it the whole way the whole next three hours mm-hmm uh yeah had a lot of fun i wish i could name everyone but some people who came up and said hi to us i I do apologize i don't remember the names and whatnot because you were so shit-faced no i mean like at the dolby but i was not that drunk (laughs) the second night i was pretty sober (laughs) okay i like how you're acting like you're not drunk too was i drunk the first night uh, probably, yeah, probably for extended. how many old fashions did you have there, Mister Old Fashioned? <laughs> a couple. Uh, the bar we went to the uh, the second. First of all, Gracie's Pizza. That place was great. That was a cool place. Oh, shout out to that guy who looked like the skinny version of the dude from remember that show Revolution? The like like the Google guy or whatever. I don't know. This guy looked like that. That's a deep reference. This dude brought us drinks. Like we didn't have to ask. He just kept bringing drinks. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. He had a huge. T- Good. But uh and then the the one bar we went to, something called the Great Gatsby. That was a great Thirsty drink. Crow. Oh, are you talking about Bordner's? I'm talking about Bordner's. Yeah. So that's a great place in LA if you mm-hmm. can make it. Um do you yeah. want to talk about Paley itself now or after? I done? guess we can. I mean, I don't know. It was <laughs> it was really just like them playing to the the crowd. Like yeah, you saw the, the one minute preview. You can watch that online. I I don't know if the full video is online or not. Um 
it was entertaining. That probably the highlight was them having uh, actors run through scenes like other other actors' characters' lines. You know, like they had Ian Hardy and then Tyler J. Blackburn do a Spencer Arya scene, which is pretty funny from the Con Game. Yeah, yeah, from from three hundred nine the Con Game. <laughs> he basically threw me out. I think Ian Harding was having a lot of fun doing Aria lines. I think Tyler was too. Just the uh, these are my most collegiate blazers. But I think the, I think the problem was Ian was like, and Aria's is just a hilarious like dialogue anyway. Like, like Tyler's lines were getting like laughed over the whole time because yeah. people were still yeah. laughing at the, the Ian Harding. Well, lines. and and the other actors, you know, because like half the cast auditioned to play Hannah, mm-hmm. <laughs> so they did a lot of Hannah takes. Um, yeah, the, they, the they, Q&A was a shit show. For the most part, uh, I was I was glad that one of the young ladies who came to see us, because that was one of our icebreakers. If you could ask a question, what would you ask? I really liked her question. It was one of the first questions I asked. People responded well. Um, some of the other questions were not as good, is is a nice way to, to put, put it. Politely, yeah, yeah, to put it politely. Yeah, to put it extremely politely. It was, it was funny because, I mean, you had like one lady who was really touching him, talking about how she's in the Navy. She had to go in a closet. You know, thank God she had something like PLL and Emily. You know, um, after they did a whole fan servicey thing about Emerson, 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 and then like one lady asked, "Well, what about Paley?" And they're like, "Oh, oh we begged the more Emerson people." That wasn't even the worst. The worst is like, "Okay, oh, it looks like this is going to be last question. Make it good." And the girl's just like, "Um, have you ever considered doing a spinoff about the Ezria baby?" And it's just like face palms all the way around. And the guy's like, "Okay, we're done." Mm-hmm. And then there was a stampede of three hundred people charge at the stage. That like was it insane. Was fucking bullfights or whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway, enough about us. Let's get into episode five hundred five. Miss me times one hundred. Written by I'm Rylan King, directed by Norman Buckley. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, let's I'm gonna try to move through these a little faster than usual because we've got a lot to cover. Yeah, we'll see. Allison's back in town. She's still she's still dangerous. She's not yet a Kathy cartoon. Um, this episode is great. Uh, this is like this is a top five PLO episode for me for sure. Um, it's like a great undercurrent of like the abused confronting their abusers throughout this. Um, mm-hmm. and speaking of which, you know, we skip over the Travis and Hannah astronomy date. Travis, sorry, Travis. Hey, Han, we talk about the the space. Um, Hannah, yeah, Hannah isn't about business conservative. Yeah, she's having identity crisis with Allison back. I was returning to school tomorrow, and then we cut to. Esternaria is strolling through town. Yeah, they are not back together yet. Uh, they're just it's it's a little awkward because it's like they still have the the impulses to like do the romantic move, like touch someone's face. And yeah, they're like oh, I shouldn't do that. You know, they're they're in that kind of like cutesy pre getting back together thing where Ezra will say things like, "Are you still having nightmares about Shauna?" And Arya will say, "I see her everywhere." everywhere i feel like she's haunting me for what i did to her <laughs> and ezra's like delightful yeah uh so they see ali talking to someone shady who we'll, we'll figure out later is cyrus petrillo uh talking to this suv and then <laughs> she's like is this a date yeah and they're just like <laughs> oh awkward well because she knows ezra's just too romantic mm-hmm. um but then an ill wind blows us through blows through town and a bus brings us the jenna thing that jenna thing. before that there's some really great bits of Ezra like mansplaining Arya's PTSD to her mm-hmm. it's just classic classic Ezra uh, well he's she's got to forgive herself and thus by proxy forgive him mm-hmm. I think you should yeah bus drives away we hear that haunting tap 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 they look over and there's a Jenna thing Jenna thing 
seemingly can't see them, but it's it's as though she can sense them. Oh, I love that Jenna like is blind, but she just knows the right time to like blast her like nightmare witch vibes mm-hmm. in a certain direction. Well, it's like whenever she shows up, everybody else just they can't say anything anymore. They just have to be silent and leave. Well, because they have ice cubes in their veins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um then we have Toby's magnificent hair. Oh my god, this hair. <laughs> is I this might be like peak bad toby hair i mean maybe in like maybe 508 or something because he's not he disappears for a little while and then he comes back with a haircut Mm -hmm. but yeah this hair is something Mm -hmm. i don't know what he's doing i don't know if this is for like some like edward cullen cosplay or something he was donating his hair was he Mm -hmm. okay we've been told that numerous times on the internet Um, that sounds like a good excuse but uh it's almost like a third player in this scene um he's been rereading fitzgerald yeah, because he's just like, so if action is character, then who is Allison? <laughs> yeah, so you're like, I've been reading Fitzgerald. He's like rereading Fitzgerald, bitch. <laughs> um, yeah, so this this is the shittiest line though. We wouldn't be us if we didn't believe in second chances, <laughs> which is like him saying to her. <laughs> well, he has a great line. He's like, it's okay to close the door on someone if they're toxic. It's like, oh, really? Oh, do you want do you want me to screen cap that? Is that what those uh, hand motions That's are? That's Okay. <laughs> what else could that be? <laughs> I don't know. Um Yeah, so uh uh Jenna texts Toby and I feel, I just wrote down I feel like Toby's hair is so big it should have its own phone. <laughs> um and gravity and secrets. Um Yeah, Jenna's back in town. He's like, Jenna, oh, what's going on? Oh shit, Shauna's dead. He's really got to like peer like out behind the hair well it's like he's he's real concerned for jenna here you're essentially former rapist right i Mm -hmm, mean mm -hmm. split hairs um yeah so then we get a little meetup where they all discuss jenna's back and jenna surely is back because she knows that they killed sean i mean there's a a lot of leaping to conclusions here ali's just checking the window the whole time well emily's like i'm sorry spencer nobody likes lying to toby and i'm like Desperately waving my hand here in the back of the class. I do. <laughs> well, there's this whole bit where Allie's talking about how she's going to make amends with everyone. Except Jenna. No, oh, fuck that bitch. Yeah, fuck her. <laughs> well, I have Emily's like, she's still full on blind, right? <laughs> Are we sure? Um, But like this scene is great because we're, we're like struggling with like teenage murder revenge schemes and like the guilt from that in the same stride as they're like discussing their reps and their perception of themselves at school. Whether or not still, people still think that they're bitches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's this whole like first day kind of like semi montage here. She's like putting on her makeup. Uh, I feel like this is the beginning of just the weird alley outfit. Oh, yeah. This is not this is not like a normal I guess this was this was the Allie's dressing like her mom phase, which I guess makes sense on a character level. Yes and no, because I feel like even Jessica D would be like, I would not wear that. Uh, she might. I mean, it definitely she looks like she's dressed in like a PTA. She's mom dressing or like somebody's mom. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I know I say this is not a normal teenage girl outfit quite a bit, but that one especially. Who Spencer's already got the Karelian blood stripes in her Russian magical sailor's outfit that she's wearing. Oh, this one, uh, I was reminded recently that there's a great line in, uh, I think it's Heather Hogan's recap, where she says that Spencer gets called to the principal's office because she's wearing the Pledge of Allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I assume you want me to screen cap this too. Oh, that of course. Anytime Ari is on screen, just screen cap it. Um, but yeah, I like how when she was getting ready in the mirror, Allison had to remind herself that she's been through worse. You know, like crawling out of her own grave, mm-hmm. <laughs> being mugged by some weird guy. Uh, but yeah, her her return to school was like a fucking event. Like people will remember this concert like it was goddamn Woodstock. Um, someone actually has the gall, even though it's the the one of two voice actors that are, mm-hmm. are voiced in every PL episode, to say, "Once a bitch, always a bitch." <laughs> Everyone's just like stopping her. This whole sequence is hilarious. Like half of it's in slow motion, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, they're all just like commenting on how like everyone's fascinated by her. They can't look away. Here's a weird dumb question. Yes, that one. Okay. Um, sorry, the screen cap is. You'll see. You're just gonna have to settle down a little on screen caps. I know we're only five minutes in the episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a weird, dumb question. Uh, of all like these crowd scenes in PLO, which one would you love to be an extra in? Like, which one would you love to see like your face in the background? I think this of? one is good because you get to do like the weird slow motion alley reaction. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, they should have like, brought back Conrad. There's this one a bit later here when they're doing the the walk down the. The hallway where they're like there's this one girl that's walking right across the frame and it's like i don't know how like what like raffle she won to be the, the featured extra who yeah walks I, right in front of them and sneers at them it's i would love good. to know how that girl like what what any meeny miny mo <laughs> process um but yeah there's a mention of course that allison knows cindy and mindy she used to call them gay rons not her best <laughs> shitty nickname Allie's nicknames are all really fucking dumb yeah yeah like like uh loser mona yeah that, that's it i mean i hate to say that like Hermie is the best one <laughs> it's like she called them gay rons because she thought they were gay morons yeah oh wow like you could a do, wordsmith you are not. you could do something better with like the the weird twin of it all yeah i know they're, they're nothing to do with the twin factor cindy and mindy yeah what is it from gi joe tomax and zayma um Paige is just like I'm gonna go vomit, and Sydney. Remember Sydney? So she's, that's the queen of mean. I know. Just like walked in from a different TV show. <laughs> What's going on over there? She must be the popular one, right? I've heard a lot about her. She's walked in like the real teenagers of Rosewood, mm-hmm. um, as Lucas and Mona like watch from the steps and judge the disruptions of their kingdom. Mm-hmm. But this is great because you get this. <laughs> we gotta talk about Lucas. Well, like his, we'll, we'll get to in a second. Well, he's yeah. got like pseudo Tyler Durden attempted look happening here. Oh, it's something. Well, well, he has a scene where we'll get to him, but yeah, Allie eventually greets them. They and go inside, they do like the liar wall walk, like the, totally in formation with like Allie in the lead. Slow mo. Mm-hmm. It looks like Arya's like edged a little closer to the front with Allison, mm-hmm. just creeping up to the front. Yeah, yeah. everyone else just <laughs> staring at them. Yeah, this one chick's just walking right in front of them. Just drink in some of these faces. Because mm-hmm. they're all so, so fascinated. And, or just straight out disgusted. Mm-hmm. And then Spencer immediately gets called to the principal's office because Veronica's decided that now's a good time to leave Peter. I don't know why she needed to come to the school for this. Couldn't she have just told Spencer to stay home? I don't know. Like she decided after Spencer. Like it's not like it's noon. It's like they just got to class. Yeah, it's like yeah. seven forty-five. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I like how. Which, by the way, they never actually leave Peter Hastings. Right? Can, can anyone really leave Peter Hastings? I don't think he can. Um, She's like, <laughs> didn't take. <laughs> and then somebody ends up pregnant. Um, <laughs> I like how Veronica is just like, "I'm going to need your office, Principal Hackett." And he's like, "Okay," and she's like, "Now you leave." Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was kind of like this was like when I was really like fishing though for the uh, uh, the possible Allison twin, just like little stupid stuff like oh I can't remember the counselor's office is because I've never been here. My twin has. Mm-hmm. Also, would that have been Jesse? Maybe. Um, yeah. So Lucas wants Hannah to come to a party tonight, a party for his girlfriend, so she can meet all of his friends. And Hannah's like, so no one's gonna be there. Yeah, his, his quote unquote girlfriend who we had never seen before, we've never seen since. I mean, she's fake, right? Well, the only time that Lucas has ever, ever had anything remotely like smooth guile is when Hannah says, what's your girlfriend like? And he's like, see for yourself. Mm-hmm. It's the only time he hasn't like stepped on an opportunity. He's also like, he's got like a little bit of a chin strap beard going on here, or at least trying to have one. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he's like angling to be some sort of like sleazy boy band, like music producer here or something like that. Like maybe he would like to snatch himself up a boy band or at least get some of that like post juggalo action. I don't know. Um, but yeah, thank fuck. I, I was so pleased that Hannah immediately mentions Travis. Yeah, I'm going to bring Travis. <laughs> and he's like, okay. I mean, the whole party is just like social engineering arranged by Mona, right? Seemingly, that's the only reason it exists. I don't, like, did Mona just hire a bunch of friends for Lucas there? <laughs> Gone in her papers. <laughs> <laughs> You all need to show up at this guy's house and pretend to party. I just and he's love- just like, so you're going to get me a girlfriend for that too, right? And she's just like, <laughs> not so fast, fancy pants. Yeah. Um. So yeah, back at the Hastings house, Veronica is desperate to get out before Peter gets home. Uh, She's even packing for Spencer. <laughs> um, but Spencer, you know, forces an answer about like, why the fuck are we doing this? Why are you so freaked out? Uh, Something about you know, the, the private we had an eyes. agreement to never involve you guys and all of the and then she stops and never tells us. What, the, what are you talking about, Veronica? In the spinoff that we desperately need of our family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some some shadiness, which I guess you could try to use this to theorize about like the Mary Drake situation. And is was there some sort of fuckery involved in just the obtaining of Spencer as a Hastings? Lots of fuckery. Well, yeah, obviously. I mean you can't get Spencer without some fuckery, but um, like, were they not supposed to adopt her or did they like snake her out from under Jessica? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I still want to know why you should never turn your back on a Hastings. Um, Cause that's how you get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So then the liars are having a little chat at the, their table in the courtyard. Um, the, Aria's, you know, wants to go see Jenna and Hannah's just like, why? If she's not looking for us or smelling for us, <laughs> Yeah, Arya is really trying to deal with her grief right now. And so she's just like, sorry, guys. Like, you know, Hannah, good luck finding a hobby. Emily, whatever. I'm going to go be nice to someone. Like, don't be, don't be mad at me for that. Mm-hmm. She's like, it can still feel bad for her, even if I'm the reason she feels bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like Arya in this episode. This is a, other than Ezra, obviously, I feel like this is a good half season for Arya here. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, even the Shushers got to attempt to feel something like human emotions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get a locker room, we get an actual swimming shot, a locker room scene in the, the swimmers, you know, Sydney and Emily and Paige talking about the Frozen sing-along and Emily's team humming. This is uh, an anachronism also. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't fit into the timeline. Exactly. Um, but I feel like a lot of the stuff with Paige, this is where Paige like, really works for me. Well, uh, it's just because this is the, for the first time in a long time, Paige doesn't want it more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is where I probably where I I first turned around on her, like in the actual podcast before. Yeah. So anyway, 
Paige is uh, obviously Emily can tell she's not too happy about Allie being back and you know Paige just like basically like yeah I want to throw up when I see her and Emily's like well you need to deal with that and so we'll see how they deal with it soon meanwhile Arya like a moth to the flame is uh, attracted to the mysterious uh, Jenna thing house here I'm I'm exhausted and ill-prepared I would look up the song but this this scene of Arya and Jenna like Arya mm-hmm. just lets herself into the house in the Jenna's room this is dark magic to me I adore this scene this is oh, like yeah. this is like a top 10 if not top 5 just scene from PLO I mean all the things you see the stuff the paraphernalia for handicap well, the way she just walks in she just floats in yeah, yeah I mean you, all the stuff that keeps her isolated quite literally in the dark and then you just finally see her as this crying, broken girl in the corner, like crying to for out for anyone there. <laughs> Hello, is anyone there? And Arya's just like silently backs away and runs away. It does goes the full Anita, but great song choice, great acting, magnificent composure. I fucking love this scene, and it's so short and brisk, and they're in and out. Well, and just to see Jenna cry with her glasses off, like anytime you see Jenna's eyes, it's always sort of like disconcerting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a very human version of like Meg Foster's eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so then we get the scene where Emily's brought Paige to Allie in Emily's room. They're going to have a little, I don't know what you call this, a mea culpa, I guess, for Allie here. Time yeah. for Allie to... Uh, like session one of that, yeah. Yeah, whatever. what do they say in Truth Up? I got to remember their catchphrase there about like breaking down barriers and something or other. Yeah. Um, well, it's great, though, because at the start of the scene, like you see Emily talking to Allison. You see the back of Allison. And they kind of just like slowly pan around Allison to like, oh, yeah. Page is here too. Oh, so briefly before we get into this scene, mm-hmm. the bit with Jenna crying was that a setup too? I like to think that's real. I think. I mean, how would they know? Like, Jenna, just wait here. Like, we'll hope Arya shows up. No, yeah. I, I like to think that whatever Jenna gets up to, it's because of moments like that. Okay. Um, I mean, that's you know, if you're gonna make Jenna the abused person who becomes the villain because of her pain. Like it's, you know, scenes like that. So it, well, the interesting thing about this half season and a lot of the stuff we watch is that all these events happen that are setups, mm-hmm. but they're not true. Like, you know, in five twelve, everything Mona's doing in five twelve is not real. Like it's a setup for supposed murder. Right. And we'll get there. We can debate. But. I mean, to some extent, I don't think all of it, Okay, well, we'll get there. But I feel like in, in the other episodes, like Allie and the Nolcon stuff and whatnot, it's like all this seeming drama is happening that is all with an ulterior motive. In I, mind. Would, I would, the example I would use for what you're saying is certainly March of Crimes mm-hmm. um, and the one right before it. Um, but yeah, I'm so glad the show got to do so many storylines to get to this moment where Allison confronts Paige. I really hope we remember this scene when we see wherever season seven goes, especially in regards to like th- these three ladies. <laughs> Um, I just like Paige. Paige's opening is just, you were a terrible person. I hated you for it. Well, then she basically says, I didn't care if you were alive or dead. It's like, and that's just, that's just her opening statement. And she's like, that's just where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Allie's like, okay, I see I have some work to do here. Yeah. Um, so later on, Spencer has come over to see Hannah to commiserate because, uh, you know, Hannah's parents got divorced too because ashley saw veronica at the bradbury mm-hmm. so okay did i know we had our certain feelings about this at the time do you think that ashley just got a job at the bradbury and no. like it was never mentioned no oh i think she's just you know sometimes a lady has occasion to go to the bradbury let me throw this at you then mm-hmm. so the lady has occasion to go to the bradbury as you so delicately put it later on does like jason just assume that she works there no, she works for him. 
Okay. Right, right now she works with the dealer entices. Okay. Well, she's working yeah for like like Ken and everything. Yeah. Um, but I just wonder like later on he's like obviously since you spend so much time in hotels like you're great with hospitality. No. That's why you're going to you're, manage you're the, the rally. Timelines mixed up. Later on she manages the rally and she has like no. Jason experience. has nothing to do with that. Doesn't the Karasini group own the rally? No. <laughs> you're like totally off. Never mind. Doesn't the Karasini group own the rally? No. They sold it. Huh. Anyway. Um, so yeah, Spencer is very sad. There's a nice little Spencer Hannah moment here. Oh, they hug and it's magical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh the I keep wanting to call it an intervention with Allie and Paige. It's not really an intervention, but that that moment is over. Paige has I, I guess said her piece and left on better terms. We don't really see the outcome, but it's like I guess things are okay. Mm. Allie or Emily's about to leave here and this is where Allie's just starts to be like, like it's Allie senses she's losing Emily here, you know, because mm-hmm. Emily's going to like a sing along and, and Allie's like, oh, I'll just uh, stay here then. Uh, she's not going to give her something to sing about. Yeah. Um, Allison's just going to hang in Emily's room. Um, then she throws out, oh, by the way, those kisses with you, they weren't just for practice. Right as Emily's about to leave and Emily's just like, fuck my life. Well, and Shay Mitchell's great here because she's just like, I don't know what you want me to say. Mm-hmm. Allie's just like, nothing. I'm just planting seeds of doubt. Run along. <laughs> I'm just gonna rub my scent on your sheets. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Spencer's line earlier about how like she always figured her family would stay together, and it's like they will at least for legal reasons. You know, <laughs> they know too much. <laughs> husband and wife can't testify, or was it husband and wife can't be convicted <laughs> of the same crime? I don't think that's true. Got the worst fucking lawyers. Um, and then we're gonna get to the Japanese pop star that I call Kuro Moyasu, which is just okay. Japanese for Blackburn. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, uh, we hear one Caleb Rivers saying, hey, keep it down, Biff, because he's like, he's talking about Allie or something, right? No, he's talking to this jock behind him who's making the bare minimum of noise. I he, thought it was just like, I don't know, something lewd or I don't know. Whatever. But um, it's because, yeah, because Hannah's turned around, seen him, and they've shared this moment and the power of this moment. Caleb has to lash out at this jock behind him. Oh, Biff needs to keep it down. He sure does. Be cool. We're not in Ravenswood right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then Caleb, before... Like, is this a field trip? Like, I'm so confused. These dudes have, like, Letterman jackets on. Well, they're wearing Rosewood Letterman jackets. Are those chillies. Rosewood and not yeah. Ravenswood? I mean, it's both... An, it's an R. You know, like, be Riverdale for all we know. Well, then why would... But the Ravenswood bus just happen to fall? I don't know. Can't? No, he seems to know this guy. He says, keep it down, Biff. I think he's just being... An asshole and calling him Biff. Hmm. That was like, not like, my like, like Biff Tanner. Oh, I, obviously, yeah. I didn't. I did. You actually think his name was Biff? Yeah. All right, let's just move on because write us me. in. Let us know. You're really worrying me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Caleb sees the coffees for Hannah and Travis, and so obviously he's that girl's got a great face. Um, he's like not like into this moment. He just wants to fight. He, he disappears like a ghost because he might be a ghost at this point. It might be that Caleb never came back from Ravenswood. Like the first evil? Mm-hmm. Like he's Giles? Yeah. Has anyone touched him? <laughs> but he can drink. Yeah. yeah, he goes out of there. And that's, of course, going to throw off Hannah's whole night because uh, she's at this fake party with Lucas on the phone with him the whole time. Leaving drunk voicemails. Drinking uh, antifreeze, it looks like. Drinking something blue. Being roofied up. Do you think he put something in her drink, Lucas, here? 100%. I mean, he definitely pours some of his into hers. Oh, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so 
Emily's just getting shit faced, and Lucas is like, "Have some more." Because uh, yeah, he's a good guy. I've never liked what Brennan Robinson does with Lucas more than the the way he makes eye contact with her while perfectly pouring his drink into her <laughs> glass. And Travis, a perfectly sober boyfriend, has to be the the killjoy a little bit, and just be like. Hey, let's uh, let's make it out of here. I'm kind of surprised that Travis has like not been around her. Like he's just been chilling with other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lucas just like keeps drinking like a fucking villain as they walk <laughs> away. Like it's all going according to plan. When you get the you don't know the half of it. Did yeah. I just say you don't know the half of it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sing along at school. Sydney asks a lot of fucking questions. <laughs> Emily's like, you oh, know what, man? Was she friends with Jenna? You're really suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> I know this is season five, and you just got in the town. What do you still. think about Allie? Uh, like, she's just like, no, seriously, though. Team Anna or Team Elsa? This is important. I'm getting intel. Yeah. Team Humming. Um, I wish Emily stayed Team Humming. Um, yeah, so... Oh, yeah. So Allison's going to be followed through the streets of Rosewood by a phantom car. I guess. I mean, this, this is not Lucas. I mean, I guess maybe it could be Lucas, but... I don't know. One of Mona's people. Maybe it's Cindy and Mindy. Meanwhile, Arya is going to get surprised by the Jenna thing showing up at Jenna her doorstep. Jenna fucking nowhere. I'll, I'll, Arya Jenna scenes are always great. Mm-hmm. Just because there's so much like emotional vulnerability between the two of them. But they they always come close but can never completely bury the hatchet between them. I feel like Arya is the middle ground between Allison and Jenna. Hmm. Okay. Uh, also, Arya... I, Sure, we talked about before is wearing like like bow horns or oh, something sure. as a necklace. Well, it's almost right now. It it seems as though, oh, they're finally going to have like a little bit of a breakthrough here. Mm-hmm. Like Jenna's going to come inside, but we know Jenna's all doing this as with ulterior motives. So this isn't even real, you know. Even though Ali's or Arya's trying to be comforting here, it's like Jenna's only doing this to distract her, basically. I think for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could say ten percent is genuine. Um. Yeah, so Allison will be at the church. Mona's going to be there igniting her red lightsaber. Uh, it'd be the ultimate confrontation of the unstoppable force and the immovable object. I do like Arya's like, you know, I didn't really know Shauna before I killed her. <laughs> you want to talk about it? Tell me so I can enjoy that murder more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Allie at the church runs into Mona after sending the SOS and just a great fucking scene between these two here out in the uh, the main, I don't know what you call that main room of the church yeah i like to think that like it, it's like perfectly arranged like the car will lead her here to the mm-hmm. kill box <laughs> i have been staging this moment <laughs> filming it all with her phone like held down on her side yeah yeah the slaps are fucking brutal like first like the way ali ali at least she tries to be like look we don't need to do this like i'm sorry like you know let's just move on and it's just like not gonna happen when someone shows me who they are i believe them. Yeah. Mona slap or and then Allie kind of turns up the juice a little and it's just like by the way I will destroy you if you make me yeah when when pushed Allison mm-hmm. would resort to her old self and threaten to bring back loser Mona which I love the it's best just, Allison like, yeah. like I can I can dig into the dirt and pull out like your personality from five personalities ago but yeah the slap not only does she turn up the juice a little bit they turn up the volume on Allison's slap. well Mona's slap is like damn and then Allie's slap back is like oh shit but yeah they just like raise the volume <laughs> it's louder that is, there's some power that breaks the skin. Yeah, it does. Literally, Mona's just like, holy shit. It's funny because I don't think Sasha is really that much bigger in person than Mona. 
than Janelle Parrish, but she just seems to tower over her, you know? Yeah. She puts everything into that. that, that oh, low. Man. It's a great slap. Yeah. And so then later, Allie's like telling them all what happened, leaving out the part where she slapped Mona back. Perhaps a mistake that will cost her later. But yeah, the slap, that was a show that got canceled. Uh, but yeah, Allison's like, and then I cut off Mona's limbs and threw her in a volcano. <laughs> Which I, I want you to seriously appreciate that in some regards, Mona Vander on Darth Vader had the same character trajectory. But uh, uh, I just love Arya like ruminating over the night's events. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Two girls slapped each other. Meanwhile, I had to deal with Jenna and my own festering guilt. Yeah. Meanwhile, Hannah is drunk at home. Ashley Marin's putting her down to bed, taking her shoes off. This is just some some classic Marin girls here. Yes, mother. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it's this perfect moment though. Like Ashley's just like rubbing her back. Why would you do this yourself? And Hannah's like on the verge of sleep. Caleb's back. Yeah. And Ashley's, Ashley's like, like, oh, fuck. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go have a glass of wine now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Emily and Allie back. Yeah, uh, where they're Allie's room here. Yeah, they're in Allie's room. Yeah, they're gonna stay the night. Cut to Arya and Ezra. Why Ar- pie? Why not pie? Arya's brought some fuck pie. Yeah, I mean, you gotta figure that this was in the back of her mind when she bought some of Paula's pie, right? Oh, shit. I think Paula's pie is code. Yeah. And there's and he the, knows it. He knows it. There's a little more kind He's of... He's like, this is it. This is the moment. <laughs> She's forgiven me. There's just some more great manipulation from mm. Ezra as he's just like, oh yeah, touching them, touching her mouth, touching her mouth, touching his mouth, like it's like a dark communion between Wait, he, villains. Did she just eat something there? Is it yeah? So he's like brushing the crumbs away yeah. and then like eating them himself. Yeah, yeah. God, they're like, so filthy. Them and it's, food. It's like you've been turned to a vampire, and this is the first time you've really realized that you love blood. Mm-hmm. Like you get sexually aroused from eating it. Yeah. Um. Then and he's they, gonna show her the gunshot scar. He's like, I need to take it off a notch. Let me show you the he's scar. Like, Have you ever seen David Cronenberg's Crash? She's like, yes. He's like, you should uh, forgive yourself because like, look what t- Shauna did. To touch me. it. Now lick it. Yeah. <laughs> you be the James Spader and in this scene. Arya just I'll be wants, the Elias Codius. Arya just wants to stare at it for a while and touch the scar. And mm. uh, I think the cover of Every Breath You Take is playing here. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Arya's like, let's get to fucking. <laughs> He's you're so trashy. Uh, I really start to notice like their like go to sex move. She's got to get lifted up and put on something. Light that ass on fire right back on the stove. Right back from the the first episode in the bathroom. Out of the frying pan and into the bedroom. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Cut back to Emily and Allie. Oh, I love this. I love the eyes because it's like the way they they edit this together. where It's like they're doing the mental math. Mm -hmm. This is happening. Yeah. It's It's like it's like when two chess masters. They've done the game in their heads, and now it's just time to go through the motions. <sighs> and the motions are sex. Yeah. Still awake? Yeah, she's still awake. They start to make out, and it's like, oh, shit, Emerson's Well, then it's really and weird then, cut to the hairy legs of Ezra. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Emerson's making out. It's happening, guys. And then, like, hairy leg cut. And you're like, oh, oh. Warn us about that. God damn it. Which, yeah. ladies, your body's your own grooming as you please those are obviously men's legs i mean yeah it's it's not just the hairiness they're obviously men's legs you know it's just like it's gonna be leg day for the next two weeks because i got a big scene coming up uh, but this is as i've called it many times this is aria of her dark wings <laughs> oh she's she's getting on top to ride 
Yeah. I mean, this is probably the raciest scene we've seen in PLL up to this point. Up to this point, yeah. I think like prior fully to, naked backside, yeah. Prior to it, the first super racy scene was other than the bathroom in the pilot at like minute four. That wasn't then there was like I don't know, I felt that was like, like with the clothes on though. I mean, this is like full like naked you're backside. Talking about, you're talking about skin, Mr. Skin, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Unless you just consider like Toby's abs. Yeah, there is that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, they fuck. Ezra is <laughs> back on. And you're welcome. They slipped. <laughs> a little slip. Uh, Hannah is <laughs> hung over at school the next day. <laughs> what? Uh, Shay Mitchell's is, is the best whenever you do the random pauses because mm. her eyes are always just in some other direction. Okay. Um, so, yeah, the next day at school, Hannah's hung over. Uh, you get the great talk about like blue snarping oh, yeah. and. Before we get to that, we, we skipped over a line that must be referenced here hmm. when Arya says, does that hurt? <laughs> and he says, I can handle it. <laughs> oh, they're so gross. Anyway, yeah, blue snarfing. They, they've, I don't know, why are you even talking about this now? They just like suddenly figured out the Munich can jack their phones or something. Yeah. Like as though like they should have figured that out like four seasons ago. Well, and just you know, generally hilarious aria line readings. Wait, so Mona Blue snarfed us? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they walk into the cafeteria, and uh, the twins, Cindy and Mindy, are like framing kind of, like, Mona, framing Mona, protecting her. Mona just wearing that uh, that bloody face, uh, little cut like a, a badge of honor there. Yeah, from the slap, and it's like, uh oh, something's gone wrong. The twins have turned against them. Well, it's, it's you see Sydney and uh, and Paige are somewhat on the side mm-hmm. of uh, Mona's royal court here, suspiciously hanging around. I think that might be the first time I even noticed they were in this scene. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. To- or what's his face? Lucas is just like I can't remember. What he says he's just like I know you wouldn't change or something like that. You know. <laughs> I want her to be like, I'll deal with you later. <laughs> Go get the switch and wait for later, me. Buddy. Yeah. yeah. Wanna be Littlefinger? <laughs> um, yeah, Mona will frame Allison of her own words perfectly. See, Allison always gets framed of her own legend. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a noose around her neck. Yeah, they show the cleverly edited video leaving out the uh, Mona slap. Just, just Allie like, turning on bitch mode and then slapping Mona. And Allie's just like, come on. <laughs> In my defense, she was totally asking for it. I love the look she gives Mona. She's just like, ooh, you win this round, Mona. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back in the volcano with you. Yeah, they go into the bathroom, and Allie's just like, well, obviously she set me up. Damn, she's good. And they're just like, fuck you, Allie. Yeah. You're a liar. Why didn't you mention this? And she's just like, yeah, you know. Victimless crime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then we get the the super intriguing scene that we've been talking about forever. When like Sydney and Jenna meet Mona and somebody else shows up. I need a resolution to this scene. Would you rank this higher than what Maya knew? <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Would you rank this higher than whoever watches Hannah get that haircut? Ooh, that's a good question. Or could it be the same person? Yeah. Yeah. It seems like the same well, person. it's like this is the kind of the beginning of like the sharing colors. Well, this is the first Sydney. time we've seen Sydney put glasses on like Jenna's. And and then suddenly it becomes very obvious that they you know, have very similar looks like with the hair and the glasses and whatnot. I just love that like Jenna can like smell her old car or whatever. 
Um, do you think we'll see more Sydney? Isn't she supposed to be in more of season seven? I have no idea. She you think it was just that like one scene? 30 seconds, like completely randomly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, thanks. We're good. You can go now. <laughs> I just, I got to know what's going on here with these three. Who's the fourth member? At the same time, though. What if it was Allie? Like, what if it was just like completely fucked and weird? I would, that would, I would just love to see them write their way out of that. Yeah. Um, but like, Mona's just like, the uh, actions that we take part of today will not pay themselves off for <laughs> six years. <laughs> uh, so Spencer and Toby and Toby's hair are all chill in his truck. Um, he has this line here. He's like, all I want you to know is that you'll, you're never alone, not even for a second. It's like, that's unless, a little. Unless he's faking his death. That's a little something. You're never alone. <sighs> Should still be a sore subject, considering that was anywhere from a year to like two weeks ago. Yeah. Goes hair fast. Yeah. So this is just some some spoby commiseration there in his truck. I mean, I think that truck has probably seen a lot of action. Oh, yeah. That truck. Like they have to wash that thing twice when they take it in. Just really get in the crevices and just clean it out. Um, This is a very sexually charged episode. If you haven't. Yeah. (laughs) Haven't picked up on it. And then so is this episode of PLL. No, um, like I feel like I would really enjoy the Spoby stuff in this scene if it wasn't Toby and Spencer and all the history that they've had. Yeah, I mean, there is it's it's kind of like Hannah and Caleb after the time jump, where it's like there's just something not right. It, it's it's been tainted. It's not the same anymore. Yeah, you know what though? I made jokes up until it, but Paley, like Tyler Blackburn, he really hurt me personally. Personally. How hurt me. Just the uh, the the dust off his shoulder, like dismissal of Spaleb. It's like, yeah, it was fun, but you know, he starts like doing that thing. Spaleb was fun for a while, but and I was tracking like all the various interesting shirts and shit that people wore, and lots of Halo, lots of Emerson, some Camp Monas, etc. The the picture you saw we posted of the yellow top and the red coat. Not a single Spaleb shirt, really. Oh, they didn't make one, so yeah. <sighs> anyway, Hannah comes to see Caleb at the swing set. This is where he she knows that he will go. He's doing a little bit of drinking from a beer. I always go to this playground and get shit faced. Yeah. It's just the beginning of this drinking problem. She just kind of sits with them. I love just the composition of the Emily and Paige scene in her room. Um, well, Caleb has the whole like, I wouldn't do that to Travis. He seems like a good guy. Stand up, bro. Yeah. Actually, yes, I would. He's boring. Hit the bricks, buddy. <laughs> I'll just punch him right in the face. Um, Yeah. The quick cut of like dial in for murders playing as uh that's it comes back again later in the episode too i like yeah yeah yeah. as they're having their chat i guess it's playing on the only tv channel in rosewood well it's you know it's uh it's basically like film stuck and occasionally sorry it's allison not page um it's basically film stuck and occasionally they cut into breaking exposition news um but just shay mitchell looks great she's framed great especially when she gets up from the window seat and looks back I want that like hanging on my wall. I love that. Well, frame. this is this is where she really starts to notice Allie's manipulation. You know, it's like fool me once. We, I, I mean, I guess they fucked the night before, um, and now Allie's like, she's getting the cold shoulder from Emily, and so she's like trying to like she tries to kiss her again, and, mm-hmm. and Emily's just like, "Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, like that's not gonna work this time." Yeah, she looks great there. Mm-hmm. Emily, half the time in the show, when I really love Emily, she's like in her own film noir. Um, Allie's just like, damn. Curses. I need a new password to that vault. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's right as the scissors are coming up. They cut to breaking news, and there's uh, Officer Beauregard not wearing glasses in this scene. Yeah, they're gonna finally reveal who was in that uh, that magical. It's like hole. a like a political press conference here. Like just like mm-hmm. get get the camera on. I'm I. You know what though? If there's a fucking Richard Simmons podcast, I guarantee you, someone in Rosewood has started a like Alison De Laurentiis podcast. Mm. I bet there's people actually like, ooh, what are we going to talk that about? That could be me. As the guy who's just like in the corner, like being creepy, watching everyone at the brew. I'm glad you owned it. Mm-hmm. I'll own it. <laughs> so anyway, everybody, everybody gets the news. They got to get back to this is where is this Allie's house? This yeah. is Emily's. This is Emily's? Okay, this is yeah, Emily's Toby's? downstairs. Yeah. yeah, man, Emily's house is taking some L's. Toby looks like a vampire or something. Toby's fucking. Hair. He looks like uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, if we ever manage to get Keegan on this podcast, I think half our questions would be hair related. Oh, for sure. I'd be like, what are you putting it? Is, is there like some sort of treatment involving can, eggs? Can we just talk to the hair? Mm-hmm. Will you put the microphone to there? Uh, what's his name? I always forget his name. Um, you know, the guy from, oh, this is going to haunt me. The guy from Alien Resurrection, the I'm not the person with whom you should fuck, um, who did Beauty and the Beast with Linda Hamilton. Yeah, he looks yeah, just I like know, him that here. fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. I don't even really like him that much. Sons of Anarchy, the fucking mm-hmm. Pacific Rim. I, always, I I like him, but I just forgot his name. I always say he should be played Toby's dad. Either that or Eric really? Roberts. It seems like a little old. Either that or Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts? Why? <laughs> I don't know. Eric Roberts sucks. I'm sorry. I'm going to veto he, that. I know he does. How about like Bruce Campbell? As Toby's dad? Yeah. Fuck no. Bruce Campbell is like the guy when the helicopter lands outside the Hastings house and he like jumps out and he's like, Peter, we need you back in the jungle. All right. Yeah. And I still can't think of that fucker's name. Anyway, there is a uh, just an interesting look here between Caleb and Allie as he walks in. Because this is the episode before he like scopes out her ass in the classroom, right? Seemingly the first time they've ever met. Although, I don't know, there is perhaps a glance of recognition there. This is what's called what a significant mean? look. Uh, heard an interesting theory, like what if they had somehow met each other during her, her years in hiding? Brilliant. And like this was like, you know, suddenly like they realized that they know each other. Yeah. 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 She could be like the femme fatale who like led him into the trouble. He barely survived with the actual bad guys. Well, yeah, we're about to find out uh, who was in the box. As we see uh, Hannah scoping out Allie and Emily there. Well, they do a good job here because it's going to be dun 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 Bethany Young, which at the time you're like, who the fuck is Bethany Young? But the show does a great thing of like, we just filed that into your brain. Now we're going to do something big. Kaboom. Okay. Before <laughs> the explosion, the Bethany Young thing. Yeah. yeah. I just want to throw this idea out there. because The Bethany Young thing, it's like this big buildup and they give us a name and we're like, who the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean anything to us. Mm hmm. Let me just throw this out as like an alternative PLL timeline. Hmm. It's a big announcement. Hmm. The body that was buried in the grave mm-hmm. was Allison De Laurentiis. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. What's Allie doing right there? Mm-hmm. That'd be good. And she'd be like, like all the maternal, and she'd be like, shit, man, I can explain. Mm-hmm. Though I don't know why. <laughs> this would be on the news thing, and they, they wouldn't be also like outside ready to collect her. Well, this is Emily's house. I know, but still. They'd be at Allie's house. They know her cohorts. They've got like. This their, is Rosewood, okay? I mean, they've got the big evidence wall, the Operation Cobra, whatever they've got. You know, what is the, the thing for Mr. Robot? Oh, yeah. I don't know, I don't like remember. Operation Snakeskin or whatever. They're yeah. hunting them down. 
Um, I would love it if it was Tanner doing the press conference and she's like, we don't know who the imposter is, but if you're listening, bitch, we're coming to get you. This and, is your head start. And they've all surrounded Allie's house and they're just like at the wrong house down the street the whole time. And <laughs> that's that's a Rose would cop thing to do. But I, just, I wish it was a name that we recognized. Yeah. But I mean, like, it's filed away. You're going to forget about it for a second because, like, the fucking window is going to implode because <laughs> there's an explosion down the street. Yeah. Then we get the perhaps best A message, like, just the most thrilling A text of all time. Well, this is just fucking great. Like, all of the, the whole uh, fucking streets of war zone. Oh, yeah. It's A for apocalypse. There's like cars upside down and on fire. This is awesome. Well, just the way the camera is kind of racing all over the place, you know, like, these high shots and all their texts. And Caleb's know. like, oh shit, the vampires followed me to Rosewood. Yeah. All their <laughs> phones going off at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is great. Yeah. And so Toby's then, house is blown up. Yeah, um, cut to A. They're having some movers like bring a bunch of shit into a, a new layer here. I don't know where this would be. This is not the dollhouse. It seems, no, it seems like it's, it's like, like an a auxiliary layer. Yeah. Like maybe it's like there's like a, a room she like rented apartment or, or something. something. Yeah. yeah. There's a box of pizza there. Like maybe that was for the movers. There's all this fancy, ridiculous equipment. This is like uh, in season five. I really know. I love these sequences where A is seemingly doing something normal with other human beings. And it's like, really? You're wearing a hoodie of black gloves? <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> that's, like when the uh, optometrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally normal. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to speak. <laughs> you're just going to signal to me with your headphones. Yeah. So anyways, that was Miss Me Times 100. Uh, let's go ahead and move on to March of Crimes. I'm trying to move through these a little quicker because I do have a hard out tonight. Uh, March of Crimes, written by Oliver Goldsick, directed by, or I'm sorry, and Michael Smith, directed by Chad Lowe. The maestro. Uh, so previously, just so you know, Baker Bros, Zach, Benjamin Light's favorite character. Uh, Ari didn't believe Hannah about that. Also, Mr. Ed just tried to kill Spencer and Emily. Um, I mean, do you think maybe I should be like Ezra is my favorite character next? Just, just to see the downfall of Ezra. Well, how about this? Let's do about a good hard month where you just tell the whole world how Ezra Fitz is your favorite character, and we'll see if the universe delivers. That and how I, I can't wait for the Ezra wedding or something. Yeah, 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 see, yeah. see what happens. And start just writing little mm-hmm. snippets of the the spinoff where the Ezra baby comes back in time to kill his parents. <laughs> Ezra baby spinoff. Uh, 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 so sorry yeah. if you're out there uh, listening to this and you're the one with that question, but I mean, come on. That was probably like our number one fan. <laughs> Sorry. Wow, I can't believe you. Mm-hmm. Um, so no comp pretend to be A. Um, I love the, uh, as Allison's had to tell the, the liars about that and how she needed this, you know, to get someone like, get someone like Mrs. Marin on our side, you know, a former murder suspect. <laughs> but like, they're like, what if he got caught? Sorry, Mrs. Marin. I just needed to borrow a butcher knife. <laughs> There's a great exchange here. It's like, you're a little loud, Ali says. And I think it's Spencer's like, you're, you're a little, a little crazy. crazy. <laughs> Spencer's still got like, shit in her eye yeah like a horse bucked and hit a board that hit her or something yeah pulp can move baby some bad some bad uh business with the eye there uh. well just imagine you're spencer hastings or or actually imagine you're not spencer hastings imagine you're just a kid at rosen high mm-hmm. spencer shows up with a black eye one day <laughs> like what are you thinking there you're like this chick has like been in the mental hospital she was on meth a couple weeks ago now she's got a crazy black eye it might be her boyfriend beating her because that guy was arrested for murder once. Like, what do you even think is going on in her life? Just more fuel to the fire of that super crazy crush. Mm-hmm. 
Hannah is pretty much turned on Allie at this point. Hannah is also consumed by alcohol and a vortex of identity issues that come with Allison. Also, Allie's living in her room. Yeah, yeah, which is like even worse for her than when Emily decamped to her room. Um, yeah, it's a great, great bit about being able to smell the uh, Allie on her doorknob or something like that. It's like, <laughs> why are you smelling the doorknob? Yeah. Allie, Allie knows that the liars have been trying to keep tabs on her. She's like, oh, I'm going to take a call out here. Do you want to watch me, Spencer? Or do you got cameras out there? I just, I love though, like, you know, so there's a communication issue here. Like if Allison had been a little more forthcoming about some of her grand plans, maybe mm-hmm. the liars wouldn't have turned on her so easily. But like, I love like in Allison's taxonomy, she's just like, get it the fucking together, guys. Like I'm operating on a, on a master level here and you're just like fucking amateur hour. <laughs> Would you say Allery's, uh, Allery? Yeah. You say Allison is a little bit like the Hillary Clinton here, like just not willing to trust the subordinates. Ponder that. Mm. Anyway, uh, later that night, Emily is just riding her mountain bike around. There's something wrong with her tire. She needs to check. And it's like, oh, what's that? I hear Allie's voice out there. Walks around the corner. It's just Noel Khan sitting in his car with the window down. Listening, <laughs> listening to his favorite podcast. Yeah. Just recordings of Allison. Um, I believe these are ones that she made when she gave her story to Holbrook originally, mm. right? Like she recorded it so they could keep their story straight. Mm. Uh, he's listening to it now because so reasons. Be fair. Whose head did you think was going to pop up out of his lap? <laughs> I just wanted okay. to see your face. No offense, <laughs> but the first name that came to my mind was Ashley Marin. Damn. No offense. Well, okay. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then he like hears like a you know like a cat like walks on a trash can in the background or something like that. Of you know? He hears something and like turns around. It was the wind. Yeah. I love. He has some really great looks of him like just looking like sinister and weird. In the car. He looks yeah. out of the window, sinister, mm-hmm. and dries off. He's like, I guess this was a bad place to listen to my like secret evidence. What's it? What are things coming to when you can't sit in an alleyway, parked, windows rolled down, blasting police <laughs> interrogation tapes? What is this country coming to? Yeah. Uh, in this next scene here, Ashley Marin is trying to figure out what's going on with uh, Hannah here. Hannah is just like wants nothing to do with Allie. Also nothing to do with the uh like what is it? Like it's not a it's not the wedding just yet, but it's some it's some sort of like pre-wedding party is happening. Right? Yeah, yeah. For for uh, Ella uh and Baker rehearsal Zach. dinner, right? Is it I, I think, no, I think is it like it an engagement party or a rehearsal dinner? I think it's a rehearsal dinner. Um, oh so this wedding is like it's it seems imminent. Yeah. It's on the eve. Okay, wow. Yeah. Uh and yeah it's she doesn't want to say, but just because Arya, by the way, was a terrible person last episode and completely like disbelieved her accusations. Now Hannah doesn't want to even tell anyone else about it. Uh, she just doesn't want to go to this thing. I, I one thing that's interesting about Spalab is like, remember when we all like were really furious at Arya for like not trusting the code of like your friend? Like, mm-hmm. like <laughs> let's clear the decks of that in a big fucking way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I but, don't know. I mean, would, would, what would you have thought of that rehearsal brouhaha at the at the uh, brew if it had actually gone through? I mean, that party looks like it was going to be lit. Oh, we'll, we'll check it out. I'm sure they have some empanadas. Mm. Um, I mean, he is a baker. Is what's her name here? No, she's not here yet. That's not until like 5B. I, I'm, he's a baker, though. I mean, 
Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, hey. Say what you will about the man's, you know. What? You know. But he can be Yeah. He's like, I didn't spend two weeks or six months in a uh the muffin castle <laughs> learning nothing. I may I be learned, a huge fucking scumbag who hits on teenage girls, but I learned that under, I underage European to, girls love muffin castle yeah, <laughs> delicacies. I got called to this German cooking castle for a reason. <laughs> uh, Ashley Marin finds a flask and she's like, what the fuck is this? Have I raised you this poorly? Drink wine out of a box, preferably. Or if you're on the go, like a Diet Coke can. Mm-hmm. Um good size flask yeah yeah it's uh there's a healthy amount of alcohol you can fit in there mm. uh there's a bit with the the moisturizer because i think Allie's like in the shower this whole time or something like that yes i am <laughs> um i don't think it's this one but isn't there one where it's like uh uh ashley lets allison use the good bath salts good bath salts and, and Hannah's like what the fuck yeah <laughs> it just uh just the it, the little things burn the most yeah for hannah which is great but i feel like keeping with the cosmology of the the marin family like it should have been something in the kitchen you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like that's that's their their full-on ecosystem but yeah yeah. oh let's get to the good stuff come on oh the good stuff yes tanner questioning ari and ellen hackett's office i love how there's a lot of like all right hack fuck off i need your office (laughs) yeah it quickly turns into a question about uh, Arya and Ezra and Ezra's predilection like for students and has he perhaps dated any other students mm-hmm. and Arya is not having it at all mm-hmm. she's like he wasn't some creep prowling the halls it's like well she actually says he didn't serial date students <laughs> um, well he kind of did but uh, so like yeah I'd love Tanner's style I mean because what else is she going to do she knows these girls are all lying to her she just like shakes the tree sees what falls loose trying to tie Ezra to Shauna um ella wants to get the fuck out of there but then tanner's just like well you know i guess i could get a warrant and i was just like okay fine whatever <laughs> we can end this right now and all we're gonna judge we'll yeah. do this again downtown yeah allison's like gonna struggle to maintain her like coalition of liars uh i don't know what this outfit is oh ali's like weird pink thing yeah i mean the outfits with ali they're just getting weird like a posh 80s punk rocker Mm -hmm. or something Um, there's this whole subplot in this episode where like emily is doing all this shit to like break in an old car to steal some evidence mm -hmm. she's pretty pretty cagey about everything she does Mm -hmm. but yeah you can just see this is everyone's really starting to turn on ali here they just can't trust her anymore see those uh those letterman jackets Okay, it has an R, but no, it's not the same Letterman jacket. It's the same Letterman jacket. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to find out right now. Hold Just on. find it right now. Why don't you go ahead and talk and we'll Good find out. Good radio. Ooh, what is that mm-hmm. little icon for? That little jar thing. Did I ask you oh, that last week? You did, yeah. What it's, was it? That's the recording program. Oh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> um, Yeah. so eventually we're going to get to the uh, Allison, or Emily, sorry, interviewing with the coach. Um, the, I think she's going to be a coach at the school. She's going to be an right? assistant coach for the swim team. Like the the swimmers all voted on that. Um, mm-hmm. I think look at the guy's office. I think because they've probably lost like their fifth swim coach in two years. I think he's the football coach probably who's mm-hmm. just like okay. fuck it. Let's just get a student like swim coach. Is that the same jacket? Okay, I'll concede that that could be the same jacket. That is so magnanimous of you. I know. Um, Let the record show Marco was right this one time. <laughs> you've got like a sean spicer vibe about you oh, fuck you. <laughs> you know what? just just fucking sin spin <laughs> spicy gum man over here um 
But I, I first feel... of all, Spicer never admits anyone's wrong about anything. <laughs> no, but he would throw in just this one time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I kind of like this guy's like aloofness to the whole process. Like, he doesn't seem to give a ton of <laughs> shit. Not yeah. really at all. He's <laughs> like, oh, you speak uh, Spanish or something like that. You know? uh, Feliz Navidad. And she's like, don't read my boobs yet. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, uh, question one, do you know where the pool is? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't know where it is. <laughs> oh, she's like, oh, I do work at the brew. I could scale back my hours, though. I <laughs> think, like, what would that even mean? I feel like it's not even going to be a hit in her paycheck because she'll just be like, cover for me. (laughs) Also, we have no boss. Our boss is about to be on sabbatical. I really like how in the next few episodes, they don't go to the brew. They keep going to the Mermaid Star Cafe. Well, because the one we're going to cover after this, you'll see the sign. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like I like how this guy's like, hey, everyone remember that that shoulder injury storyline? Emily's like, yeah, it's all good. (laughs) This is the last time we're going to see the pool, really, anyway. She... (laughs) Uses her newfound access to go right back into this dude's office and get the locker combination for Nolcon here. 24, 18, 30. Uh, meanwhile, there's, there's also a kid named Roko Media. Okay. There is a fantastic scene here where Arya, she's being a little weird with her mom because the the seed that Hannah planted is is eating away in the back of her mind. She doesn't really want to admit it, anything yet, but she senses something. Mm-hmm. So she's talking to Ella here. And of course, there's the Nolcon drama in general. And then who should walk right by but Nolcon? Who just drops just like the most Eddie Haskell in ever, like, hello, Mrs. Montgomery, as he walks by. And Ella's like, why the fuck couldn't you date him? She's <laughs> like, why the fuck couldn't I date him? I, I mean, he's obviously 32. He is about it. Yeah. 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 Um, and Nolcon's starting to look a little old for high school here. There's a, you know, there's a couple extras in this hallway who look mm-hmm. a little old. She does the eye narrow. It's, it's oh, magnificent. Yes. But like, uh, where is the scene roughly that I've completely forgotten this placement of the uh, it's kind of hot thinking you thinking I could have murdered somebody. Mm-hmm. I would have loved if he said it right here and then said, good day, Mrs. Montgomery. <laughs> yeah. So then Emily's uh, ooh, get some of those classic uh, POV shots like somebody's watching her and she's breaking into Nolcon's locker here. She's got shaving cream in there. Stealing his car keys. Yeah. Noel's got shaving cream in there because he's like 25. <laughs> Uh, who shaves like why would you have shaving cream <laughs> well did you know anyone in high school that shaved at, at in in certainly boys not locker room? at the high yeah, school no one used the showers at the, our high school they did like i know like football practice and whatnot like yeah not not for pe but they would for yeah. like the sports but i don't think anyone was shaving in there even if they did need to shave they're not doing it at high school maybe the swimmers is there a male? There's a male oh, swimmer. Yeah, maybe, maybe to shave the legs. Oh, that's sure. right, because Ben was a swimmer. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back in the day, maybe Noel Khan, football player, he wants all the advantages. He just shaves his body completely. He doesn't want anything slowing him down. No wind resistance. <laughs> Can you just picture a scene where Brad Tardy's just like, I'm completely smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Spencer goes to see Caleb. Uh, this is some great little. Po- proto spaleb stuff here she's just kind of like you need to get your fucking shit together (laughs) lousy drunk and i tried to make nachos that looks gross yeah that looks that looks like something that uh, ezra's little brother did to his saucepan it looks like cthulhu in the bottom of that saucepan but yeah spencer's like she'll do a little tidying up and she's like honestly kate this is a shithole uh some great lines here you know i used to think you're the best thing that ever happened to hannah Mm -hmm. get your act together motherfucker you two used to draw strength from each other. Now you're just on this bender to nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also Toby's family cabin. 
um, as as Caleb, we learn eventually. Yeah. yeah, works his way through his post Ravenswood shittiness. Yeah, but I, I think Spencer she lands a few blows here. Like mm-hmm. I think he's chastened afterwards because that that hit pretty close to home. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's really hurting her because they've got the heat. Well, there is a kind of a weird kind of arc to Caleb in this half season because it it would seem like he's turned a corner here mm. in this episode. Mm-hmm. And then like, apparently not. Cause you know, two episodes later, he's like drinking more than ever now. And like yeah. even more of a mess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, music class, which I like how they, what do they take music class for like two weeks or something? Yeah. Well, uh, they got to prep, you know, cause Christmas is still one to nine months away. Anna yeah. just has like the most badass like jean jacket that has like rosewood on the back. And... Yeah, her like rosewood biker <laughs> jacket that she suddenly has. Uh, this is basically like she's done with Allie here, and Allie's just like just hanging on, like anything I can do, any comfort I can offer, and Hannah's just like peace out, bitch. Well, I mean, it's just it's funny to hear Allison talk like a normal girl, like complaining about taking earth science with a bunch of ninth graders, mm-hmm. and Hannah's like going crazy with this shit, and, like wants her to stay away. And Allison's like, well, "What's happening to us? Our group's falling apart." And then mm-hmm. Jenna walks in, and Hannah, I love, it. she's just like, "Welp, you're on your own." <laughs> Hannah bounces. Yeah. Uh, this Jenna. Alley scene. This is great. I mean, God, this might be the first scene they had together since like flashbacks or something, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's 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 very, you know, like oh, I'm sorry about Shauna. She was my friend too. All that, you know, like mm-hmm. seemingly polite to each other. And, and then, then at the end, yeah. How did you do it? Shauna, Shauna was my friend before she was yours. How did you turn her against me? And Jenna's just like, I didn't. You did. Boom. <laughs> And then she like trips over the mic in the process of <laughs> dropping it. <laughs> Canes her way out of there. Just like kicks her cane out. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite part of the Dark Knight Rises is when uh, um, Anne Hathaway kicks the cane out from underneath. That's your Bruce favorite Bruce. part. That is my favorite okay. part of that movie. It's like, I can't get enough. I'm like of seeing Whoa! someone with a disability <laughs> having it stuck to them. Yeah, you uppity disabled <laughs> bastard. You don't need that cane. You're Bruce Wayne. And then you just yell Trump's America and storm off in the night. Um, I love that like Ari will then text Ezra, don't rush back since Tanner's asking questions about Shauna. <laughs> Ezra has so many opportunities to fake his own death and like just leave the show forever. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like, Arya, be smarter about this. Like, you have to know this is evidence, right? Why don't you have like nine burner phones? <laughs> Why don't you have a jacket made of burner phones? Yeah. Hannah comes out, sees Arya. Arya just walks right past her because they're still not talking. Ice school. I love and the just... couple who immediately like r- rushes in and grabs their table. Yeah. I know. <laughs> like, it's well, this, in and out. <laughs> this whole episode is just, I feel like it's an emotional roller coaster because they, they're just treating Hannah like such garbage through the whole thing. Right, right. Now it's, it's very upsetting. Yeah. Now let's get to the juicy French farce that is Spencer the Eye Doctor. Oh my God, I love this scene so much. Um, it makes me want to go to an Eye Doctor for one. Um, okay. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Marco just turned his laptop to me to show me he had a note about how I would say something about wanting to go to the eye doctor. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'm predictable. So Spencer then sees the two Jenna things. The best part is not only does she see the two Jenna things, because, you know, Sydney and Jenny wearing the same exact clothing, um, but 
her like physical acting as she tries to take a picture of this she's like oh shit you know and then she's like pulling out the camera and like the way she's like she can't really see it and so she's kind of holding it weird and- yeah oh you, you've missed a great screen camera there what was their names again sydney and jenna that's right um, what did i say i don't know okay i guess i'll listen to it and find out <laughs> was it like a, a tell it was a slip that was slightly freudian um okay. Yeah, just see. Well, it's also like she's never used a camera phone before either. <laughs> it's just like, how does this thing work? She's holding it sideways. Like. Also, this is a weird doctor setup where it's like you're directly behind the receptionist. It's like they let you into a back room, but then there's a further room yeah. you get called into. Like, yeah. there's two waiting rooms here. This is like VIP waiting room <laughs> for Spencer like the- and the fucking chick who's like knitting next to her. I know. And it's like when she finally gets a camera out. Oh, they walked away. She's like, it's like, you know, she's just thinking, am I crazy? Like, what is going on? I just would have loved to have been like there in the, the room for like the breaking of the scene. Now I really want my eyes dilated. Anyhow, Emily. So Emily breaks in the Noel Khan's car to get info about Allison from her years on the run. Noel's parked right in front of the school, too. So this is even more awesome and brazen. Yeah, there's like a manila envelope with a bunch of like printouts of photos one of them is Allie at an atm with a date that would prove she's lying basically about being kidnapped i mean i'm kind of shocked that like in this day and age of their fucking lives no con doesn't have like a like a brick that he pulls out of the side of the uh this high school that he puts his shit in and then like puts the brick back like that's his hiding spot I mean, it's better you trust your own glove. Than, than your glove compartment. yeah you don't yeah. trust your own glove in this town it's a big zoom recorder in there um i think it's impressive yeah, I, know. I don't know why he needs that. I mean, that's like a professional audio recorder. Anyway, um, Emily gets out of there after like stealing all this evidence from Noel. Mm-hmm. She gets a call from from Spencer here. Spencer has this great line. Uh, where is it? She's like, Jenna's here with another Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> Emily's just like, what? Spencer, are you high? Did they dilate your brain? Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> So she'll turn around while on the phone and see on the doctor's eye chart. And I love that it's right behind us, too, the whole time. Oh, yeah. We don't really see it till she sees it. But can you see me yet is in there. A. Yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, in that scene with Jenna talking to Allie, there's some kind of uh, pointed dialogue about the break in that Allie supposedly experienced and whatnot. Mm. Um, that, we'll we know, for me that we know Noel did that. Mm. Does oh, no, Jenna? That is scream for me. Sorry. Yeah, Noel is the one doing it. Does Jenna know that? Could she know that? Could Could Noel be on her side now? Yes. Because it kind of Jenna had a little bit of a a tweak in her voice, like like she was kind of you know hinting at something, like kind of like you know shining well, her on. Yeah, but also I think in Rosewood you probably just take on that affect mm-hmm. in your your conversational style just always pretend like you know more than you do but like we'll get into what little Noel reveals at the end of this episode um there's zach there's your bro yeah there's you like his style too like would you dress like him no this i don't know he's doing i don't know what he's doing there some sort of button down no like a denim shirt yeah yeah um yeah, so Arya, she walks in, you know, she's on getting the latest updates from Spencer on the phone. Zach and Elle are doing party prep. Uh, once Elle leaves, Arya starts like feeling out Zach to see if like Hannah was right. It's a interesting played scene. Oh, she mentions that like Hannah can't come and he's like, oh, why? Or, you know, like he 
maybe seems a little too interested. I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's giving too much away. Honestly, I not think... too much. But this is Arya. I mean, the Shusher has her radar out. I can smell your blood. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Emily will walk into the doctor's office looking for Spencer. I love it. Emily's got her sunglasses on. Spencer's oh wearing her ginormous dilated sunglasses. This... This is like all of my dreams come true. This scene right here. Well, like I, I think I said Spencer before, and her Tulpa both have the big glasses on. It's like a cell. I just want to see it divide like twice more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're even kind of dressed the same. They both have like gray sweaters on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. It's Tulpa. Yeah, psychologically dense French farce here. And then Jenna and Sydney walk out dressed exactly the same. Oh my god, I love this. I mean, it's I don't know. We're not going to be able to capture the the visuals here, but. It is amazing. I only wish that Emily didn't take her sunglasses off. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I just love that Troy keeps on the ridiculous sunglasses the whole time. Oh, and there's a, there's, (laughs) Sydney's like trying to play dumb. Like she doesn't have to do VR or something. (laughs) Sid's trying to play dumb and Jenna's just like, Emily asked you a question. Yeah. Yeah. Emily wants answers from Sydney. Jenna gets indignant answers for her. Spencer has to comment on Jenna. And I love that she has one of my favorite Spencer lines of oh, all time. I don't know what it is. When you ask the organ grinder a question, you don't really expect to hear from the monkey. <laughs> Burn. That is, man, just savage off the cuff. <laughs> and it's like so, it's it's a line that obviously came from a teenager who spent more time with adults than kids her age when growing <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, well, Sydney's Sydney gotta has be hilarious like, expressions on her face. I am going too. to shit myself. Yeah. <laughs> These girls are hardcore intense. This scene could have lasted forever. It was wonderful. Yeah, I mean, th- these girls make conversation like Highlanders finish business. Do you think Jenna knows that Sydney's dressed like her? <laughs> <laughs> like later on, she's like, what did they mean about you looking like me? And Sydney's like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I would be great if she had seen Jenna at school in her outfit. Then she like, went, went home and changed. changed. <laughs> Oh, also, Jenna has like this great when she's just like, come on, Sid. Like the way she says Sid, I just I need Tam and Sersic to be in a movie where she has like a friend named Sid now because. Do you want her to be in like Scream 5? Yes. Which features time travel? That would be perfect. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, Sid. Let's get out of here. The kind of boy you'd bring home to mom if you had a mom, Sid. Yeah. Um, Then we get to Caleb's unhappy domestic drama cabin. Like they're both Al Bundy here. I know. (laughs) sitting down to have a brew watching like a tv from 40 years ago it's like this well, old crt snowboarding snowboarding too <laughs> it's the fucking x games all right it's well caleb uh he had a stopover in flagstaff i that's I feel like there's some snowboarding culture there so he used to have a haircut that mm-hmm. might indicate that, that he likes the x games definitely a snowboarder's haircut right there yeah, yeah. you should yeah. bring that back caleb just saying the long hair yeah i'm sure there's time mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like starting to feel her out about why she doesn't want to go to this party with like Zach and Ella. Well, and he's he's heard like a few oblique mentions of of Zach in this thing. Like his, you know, he's a little curious. I think at this point. So I love what was the uh, what's the anecdote about Cinco de Mayo? Had to drive outside of town to get like a free burrito and a tiny sombrero or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, she never turns down free food. I still, you know what? Come at me. I still prefer Spela, but this couple is just adorable. Um, but yeah, so she'll eventually come clean about everything. They're both so good in this. I mean, this was when Caleb was good before he was shitty, even when he was being shitty. Well, um, she has a line about, oh, she's like, oh, it's embarrassing. And he's like, yeah, for him. Go, Caleb. That good point. Goes Caleb yeah. in stereo. Um, but he he's he's gonna, you know, you just stay here, little doggy. I'm gonna get your favorite food. 
I'm also going to step out and reset my masculinity by taking care of this dude. Also, I, I found my notes. This is from the earlier scene, but you know something's up with Caleb in that scene of Spencer because he says he has to take a shower, and it's just like, whoa, <laughs> Caleb taking a shower? Something's wrong. You've been drinking too much? I just realized that I woke up in my own poop. <laughs> but yeah, so he uh, he's like, oh, I'm just going to go get some food. Meanwhile, getting ready for the rehearsal party, Arya and Ellie Arya here. is dressed up like a nightmare ballerina. Arya's like, well, I waited as long as possible. Hey, mom, are you really sure about getting married? <laughs> I figured I'd wait to, yeah. I don't know, drive over. <laughs> and Ella's just like, well, do you have a problem with me getting married? And she's like, not married, just him? Is he funny? Yeah. Um, and Ella's like, are you fucking the muffins? Are they that good? <laughs> Ella's like, was he inappropriate? And Arya's like, why'd you go there? Yeah, why'd you go there? Not with me, but with Hannah. And Poor Ella is just like, ah, because like, you know, there had been an incident once before. She basically tried to play it off as pre-wedding jitters. But now she's probably like the, the math in her mind right now. She's thinking of like every time throughout their like, you know, muffin trip. I, I'm just imagining this, you know, but like every time he's like made a weird comment or somebody reacted weirdly to him, like you she know. found him like pulling his pants up in the company of like a muffin sure. castle stable girl. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um. How great would it be as Ella's breaking down here if Arya came up behind her, patted her on the shoulder, and said, I'll tell you what I know about people. They're no damn good. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, as, as Ella's breaking down there, Caleb shows up at this chump's party. I mean, you know this guy's a chump because this like suit he's wearing, like his nice clothes for the rehearsal dinner, like he just looks sloppy. I don't know if you saw his previous attire. And any of his other appearances? It's, it's something about this is supposed to be his formal wear. And it's just like this kind of crappy cheap suit with like a dark undershirt and a dark it's, tie. Like I What I'm know. saying is it's not like he was a great dresser before. Like I expected him to like put on this GQ tailored suit. He's not George Clooney. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, anyway, he gets a fucking knuckle sandwich here. Caleb's not here for a latte. He's like, listen, you're the boyfriend. I really expect you coming here. I do. No, I do. All right. I expect you. I respect you coming here. But stop talking, asshole. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, like, he's got the the so called note from Hannah. Like, sorry, I was shy earlier. I'll make up for it later. But that's only like after the initial. Like, yeah, he gets he gets no no out with that. He still yeah. hit on her the first time. Yeah. So. There's no quarter there. Um, um, but this is why I love Caleb, though. Even in the sea of shit, is uh. He didn't believe the note for one second. No, of course total not. faith in Hannah. Um, well, and like I don't know. On the one hand, it is a little bit of like a masculine cliche to just like run off and punch a dude. Mm -hmm. At the same time, like, does anyone feel bad this dude got punched? No, not really. No, I mean, it, it would have been fantastic if Hannah was the one who punched him. I'd love that. Mm -hmm. But all things considered, good boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your your favorite character had to leave. Fuck you. <laughs> what do you think his employees think about this? Or are they just like it's like the guy doing like the uh the hors d'oeuvres is like, I guess I can just stop now. Serious, super serious question. I want I want the whole panel to answer this. Mm -hmm. Who is the better boss? This guy or Ezra? Uh, at the end of the day, I don't know, because we don't really see this guy being much of a boss, though. I'm just, I'm just curious. At the end of the day, when you go home and you tell your significant or insignificant other about your day, you're doing your griping, I feel like if Ezra, you're just like, 
let me tell you what that's you fucking... talking just purely in terms of like management yeah just not just she... as a human being well a little bit of both were those two okay. well those just two as merge. far as they intersect yeah yeah he's yeah. like let me tell you what that bozo did today <laughs> he's broken so many violations of hr yeah <laughs> and and osha is gonna just have his fucking ass <laughs> tell you that right now the girl putting the flowers out is like i guess i can just burn these <laughs> <laughs> thank god they didn't bring the candles yeah, so he comes back home, and Han's just like, hey, where the fuck's the food you said you were getting? And he's like, putting some ice. The only line I didn't like from... Knuckle. Yeah, the only line I didn't like from Caleb was just the, uh, like, you put yourself on the chickiest of chick flick, little cupcake. Yeah. Um, although I do like this. This is like the MacGyver move, or whenever MacGyver punched somebody, he always like had like a broken hand right afterwards. <laughs> that guy's got a serious jaw. And Han's just like, he didn't. He's like, of course I did. Yeah, yeah, he shows her about the no, and he's just like, like, no, I know, you know, I know you didn't write that, obviously, but you know, A's involved in this too. It's like, well, fuck. Meanwhile, Emily's walking out to her car, so on the phone, then who should pull up at Sydney? And Emily has this great line. She's just like, Why are you parked on my street? <laughs> Sydney's trying to apologize. I didn't know you would be nice, and Emily is not hearing it at all. It's like the then you took off your glasses and straightened your hair, and I realized you were beautiful. Was I a fucking bet? Um, yeah, Emily's like, like a stupid bet. Well, Sydney volunteered at the blind school. We'll find out. Wanted to help Jenna so much that she convinced her family to move to this messed up little yes. town. And Emily's like, not only am I taking that coaching position, but I am going to invite. I'm going to invent a time machine. I'm going to go back in time and drown your grandparents in the womb. He's like, I can't wait to watch you gasping for air underwater as I watch you drown, because that's what a swim coach does. Do you remember the plot to Phil Collins is in the air tonight? That's you, bitch. That's your story. And this is after Sydney was just like, I didn't realize you'd be nice. I, I was, I was conflicted, which I guess she probably means. What if, like halfway through that sentence from mm-hmm. Sydney, Emily just headbutted her right in the face? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Just blood starts streaming out of uh, Sydney's nose. Yeah, that's a little violent. <laughs> but, Emily's like, "Do me a favor, just lay down in front of my car. <laughs> yeah. It'll be quicker." Yeah, so Emily dries off. I think I've said before, it's my favorite Emily when she gets mean and nasty. Yeah. <laughs> Emily's got a little bit of a temper. Yeah. Uh, uh, meanwhile, Spencer has gone out like to her nana's or something. She's gonna like hide the evidence they stole from Noel Khan. Somehow Noel Khan is already there. Is this the birthday party where Lucas wonderfully yeah, got think, drowned? So. Also Probably. where uh, uh, Caleb and Hannah christened mm-hmm. like every flat surface. Um, this is a great Spencer episode because this is just like a day in the life of Spencer. Like, of course, there's going to be two Jenna things at the doctor's office. Your eyes are dilated. You can't see straight. You're going to go to the haunted spooky like lake house and there's just a dude chilling underneath the How bucket. long was Noel Khan under that? Well, like, did he hear her coming? <laughs> did he somehow figure out where she was going? That's, that seems, drive ahead of her. That seems more far-fetched to me. It'd be one thing if he's like, oh, shit, she's here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love it's like a little eye hole poke too. Well, I guess oh, I, this is I guess the way it makes sense. Somehow or other, maybe he's got a tracer on her car. Maybe he just figured out where she would go. She's going in this direction. Like oh, she's going to her nana's. I know where her nana's is. I'll get there first. I'll hide and just watch and see where she she puts it. And then as soon as she leaves, I'll just go get it. Because he was uh, skinny dipping with Mona that night at mm-hmm. the party. Yeah, he's been here before. 
So he's just going to hide and wait and watch like a creep. <laughs> he's but, just like settling in that chair. And he's like, oh, look at that. An old condom. Yeah, but she uh, he's not a very good hider. He's like moving around, twitching a little. She sees his foot move, which he didn't even bother to hide under the sheet. Does she actually put the stuff in the thing or she just pretend to? No, she actually puts it in there. Okay. Yeah. She puts it in like a little cabinet or something. Mm, She gets a fire poker out. And (laughs) I like how like she's she's ready to approach this thing until she's about to rip it off. And then Noel, he he just lets her take it all the way off. He's just sitting there in the chair. Greetings. Yeah. And she's just. It was me, Spencer. I was the author of all your. Well, this. Yeah. I you got to think at first she probably thought it was a. Now it's like, oh, it's just fucking Noel Khan. You know? The way she plays this, though, is really ratcheted up. It's I get how scared she is because he gets angry. He gets and aggressive. Intense, yeah. But like, it's almost as if the actor was told, like, during the green screen, we're going to put a fucking bear here. So <laughs> like you use that fire poker if you need to. Um, oh, she's great. Yeah, she really communicates the terror. Um, So Shauna. <laughs> Sorry, Noel Khan's got a great face. He has some great expressions. Doesn't he, though? <laughs> Um, Shauna said the proof that Allison had never been kidnapped to Jenna. Noel stole it from her to hold on to his insurance when Allison inevitably turned up on him. And this is where you find out that John LaCar is actually on the writing staff of this show. Well, the evidence was stashed at Jenna's place. Allie told Noel to go get it from there. And like moments later, the place blew up. So he thinks that Allie had something to do with that. He doesn't trust Allie anymore. So out there is a deleted scene where Noel Khan walks away from a house exploding behind him. Yeah. And then uh, Spencer's basically like, I get that you need this, but I need it more. I will fucking poke you with this thing if you come closer. Possession is Mm nine-tenths. I will fuck up your beautiful face. Well, and it really is like Spencer, I think part of her terror is that she knows she has to really communicate that she will do anything she needs to with that poker because, I mean, he's much bigger than her. He could very easily try to overpower her. And so it's like, unless she really... You know, she's it's like making herself like big to scare off a bear or something. She's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. No one will find out for a while if something does go wrong her way. But also she's like, no, I have not killed anyone yet. And I am itching for it. (laughs) Go on, punk. Make my day. Cuts his hand. He has some really hilarious expressions. Like, I can't believe you actually cut me. Yeah, He holds up his wounded paw and he's just like, my hands. I'm no con. What are you doing to me? (laughs) I'm one. I'm halfway to stigmata here. Yeah. (laughs) Did you want him to like lick the blood? It's, it's like a look at that poultry flesh wound too. I think he's just he can't believe it. She oh. drew blood. <laughs> okay, final screen cap. Oh, there's. I just want to up the number of screen caps. Mm-hmm. Every one of these. Um. Yeah. So Ari and Hannah are going to make up uh, as Hannah's you know metaphorically pouring out all the booze. I Bender feel over. like Arya should have had to uh, like crawl on her hands and knees a little bit more here. Yeah. Hannah lets her come down pretty easily. Like, like Paul Ryan. Begging this healthcare appeal bill to go through. Please don't compare Arya to Paul fucking Ryan. <laughs> I know it's my That's lowest gross. moment. It's my lowest moment. Um, but this is them coming together, triumphing over not just like A or Zach, but like Zach and A combined. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Still a little late though. They hug it out. It's nice. Lots of emotions here. Allie comes home with uh, Ashley Marin back at the Marin house. Oh, I love this show. Allison and Ashley hanging out, going oh, to engagement parties together, like talking shit. Allie's like, what do you think happened there? And Elle's <laughs> just like, yeah. She's like, girl, I like you. Let's get some <laughs> wine and watch Netflix. Get my bath salts out. Yeah. 
and the Rosewood police call, and of course Ashley Marin has them in as a contact. Of course you do. <laughs> yeah, they uh, she gets word they they've arrested somebody who claims to be her kidnapper. Yeah, the Rosewood police are fucking dumb, by the way. Like the story makes no sense at all. Like why would he turn himself in? Um, but yeah, meanwhile. Byron just happens to show up as Ella's like crying and like folding some shit. Um, Byron's like, oh, perfect. It almost seems cruel to put him in this episode. Like Ella's just had like her worst moment, you know, and it's like, here you go, Ella. Here's your ex-husband to show up and give. He like has some line about like that person doesn't deserve you. That says the guy who doesn't deserve her. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. The guy who threw her in the path of dirtbags like Zach. Mm -hmm. Um, who you might even say are just like, I don't know, better at being dirtbags than Byron, like more practiced. I don't know. Um, I was, I, I'm asking myself the same question and I probably asked myself with the first time I did this cause I never looked it up. Is this the first episode that the maestro directed that he also appeared in? Perhaps. I don't know. I, I'd have to do it. Like he's dive. like, I know the perfect actor for this scene. <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'm looking at, I'm looking at you, Holly Marie Combs. Yeah, then we get uh, Ashley Marin and Allison De Laurentiis. They're like watching behind the one-way glass as uh, Cyrus Petrillo here. I believe it's the first time we were introduced to him. Yep. Is, that, is that Tanner interviewing him? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's being interviewed, and he's like talking about what's going on, you know, like how it happened well, and how and he hit her. And word for her. word, which is the great thing about Noel having those tapes mm-hmm. and like putting in our brain as an audience is that when he repeats it word for word, I remember you know, when we watched the first time, we were like, the fuck is going there on There is a here? lot of just like, what, like what's going on? Who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's um, like, we, Ali told a lie, now it's coming true. Yeah, you know? which is like, it was like, that sounded like a, like a great A scheme. Yeah. Make you own that stupid story. Yeah, I think that was the main thing. It's like, is this A or is this Ally? Yeah. Like who's setting up who? And Ashley's just like, Allison, is that him? And she's just like, I can't say. But I mean, Allison is so good at, at these like, oh, what? Like feigning mm-hmm. shock and what have you. And just like trauma. You know, I think that's she's really trying to communicate that like this is all just like PTSD triggering here. And so like she doesn't know how to react to it. Also, audience, I want you to check your time. We have one hour to do two more episodes. All right. Well, Hard out. Let's move it. Hard Hashtag out. Hard out. Yeah. Yeah. A tag. A's at the doctor wearing a hoodie and gloves as the nurse is like, <laughs> okay. Are, are you cold? <laughs> doctor says nothing. Second. Just holds up your phones. Okay. Uh, it's just really, I'm going to write rude in your chart. Mm-hmm. Um, so episode 11, no one here can love or understand me. I'm going to try to, well, not shut up more, but I fucking love this episode. I really do. Um, right from the very beginning. Written by Joseph Doherty, directed by Larry Reeman. That's Larry Reeman, the you know, Veronica's law partner. First uh, first directorial episode? effort on this yeah. on this show. Um, the liars are at the police station or right before the police station, ready to go tell the truth. Lots first, of like, Are we we'll, gonna do it? Are we'll we get really it right this it? time. <laughs> then because there's now a video store or whatever behind them. A hacks the wall of TVs behind them. This is like the last uh, like place in America that there's still a wall oh, yeah. of TV I, screens. Yeah, not since the 80s when these were like <laughs> exposition media walls, like the end of the first Eddie and the Cruisers. Mm-hmm. But it's it's photos of Allison visiting Hannah in the hospital after Mona ran her over back this in season one. Proof that they knew she was alive and that like this would this would harm their claims of innocence, well, basically. Allison is so goddamn glamorous that so she's looking over her shoulder perfectly to whoever's <laughs> surveilling her. That's like uh, that's a really good angle from a surveillance camera there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um so we get the we're all in this together, which I love. Um and, and the uh, Spencer just picks up a brick 
and they stop her. Arya's just like, Spencer, put that brick down. Well, they realize they can't tell now. No one will believe them when they say that they didn't know Allison was alive. And then like the, the hidden camera there like shows footage of them on the street seeing all this. And we get the act normal bitches. <laughs> great song choice. And great, then it goes back to back. like like tranquil images of like mm-hmm. fish and nature. It's a great opening. And just in general, I think Larry Reeman's just got a masterful sense of just like where to put the camera. I would hope so. Yeah, he's a cinematographer. But I mean, it definitely stands out. I feel like. Well, I think it, the look of this episode—it's obvious that yeah, when when your cinematographer directs an episode, they're gonna have just a but a greater sense of what they want to do with the camera, maybe than other directors. It's like a writer and an artist in a comic book, though. Like mm-hmm. obviously, the writer writes to a director's particular strengths and desires. Um, so after that, we have to brew. This business is going out of sale. It's posted. <laughs> Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, this, this business and building are for sale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's posted on the old-timey cash register. Look at that goddamn... It's just like... Did this cost a dollar? That's gotta oh, be... That, that's like a fake register, That's gotta be probably. an ethic. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you gotta figure, like, by the pro- rules and, uh, you know, charter of Rosewood, once uh, one sleazy man has been outed, the uh, ownership of the local brew has to pass on to a new sleazy man until such time as... As he has his down. But too. I asked you, as we go back in time, what sleazy man will pull that particular sword out of the stone? Who could be so douchey that they would take <laughs> over the brew after Zach? We may never know. We um, may never know. Yeah, so Ezra is still uh, dressed up like the captain of a you steampunk mean Spencer pilot Spencer is, not Ezra. Did I say <laughs> yeah. yeah, Spencer, this fucking outfit is so insane. I love it. Yeah, this weird trench coat dress something or other. Sleeveless. Yeah, some big boots, old the knee high boots. boots. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Emily and Spencer here. They're having some decaf coffee just for the whipped cream. That whip, just commiserating. Uh, they're like, we're all in this together. Well, that could be A or Allison or A wanting us to think it's Allison. At this point, Emily has basically turned on Allie too. Allie's got no one left, more or less. And Emily regrets because what she had of Paige was she anyone? Yeah, she's just like. Yeah, I kind of fucked that one up. <laughs> um, oh, she has a line here. She says, uh, what am I supposed to do? Go up to her and say, you're right all along. Let's kiss and make up. And it's like, yes, Emily. Yes, that will work. That's a good start. Yeah. yeah just um, do that. We're told that that Caleb was going to go check on Hannah. In reality, she's checking on him, finding him asleep in a vodka stupor in his recliner. But she pulls, picks up this like little fifth of vodka. And she's like, what the hell is this? I really wanted him to just be like, it's vodka. It's vodka flavored vodka, Hannah. It's God vodka, damn it. obviously. Well, she, she wakes him and he's just like, like non flashbacks or something. <laughs> Caleb is very hashtag haunted in this episode. This was like, they're like, we got to wrap up Ravenswood somehow. I know we'll tack it onto this episode. There's just an interesting metaphor for the spinoff that, that unfortunately got canceled with just. Well, it's like not only, from it. not only do they tack on like the Ravenswood epilogue, but they're like, can we work in a Ouija 2 product placement? Well, I think we can. Obviously, Kayla went to Ravenswood. So did Hannah. Mm-hmm. But like Hannah's got, I would say, arguably, other than the 10 episodes that Caleb spent on that show, more connection to the supernatural on PLL. I mean, yeah, almost. I mean, most of the uh, Grunewald scenes are with her. Yeah. You know, staring into mirrors, sensing dead girls surrounded by dirt. Um, the Ouija connection mm-hmm. with that ghost Allison on the porch. Um, so Arya comes home. Oh, sorry. Emily goes to visit Ezra first. 
There's this great, yeah, we'll get to it, but yeah, the the Ezra Emily scene's funny. Yeah, Zara comes home. There's Mike and Mona. She's cute. She's sexy. She's happy. She's talking about how dreamy Oppenheimer is. Yeah, Mona talking about Oppenheimer and just about how the Manhattan Project is fun because that's where the Cold War started. And and Mike's just like, yay, this is great. As somebody accurately pointed out over the weekend, it's a human being who made a real Faustian deal. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, also, I believe he had a serious fetish for Russian girls. Um, the uh, sweater Mona's is wearing here with pig like ice cream cone on it, like smiling ice cream cone. Mm-hmm. That's just perfect. I just I love her character because I feel like she's genuinely confidently happy in this goofy relationship with this younger boy. And she's like, oh, Mike, you're so dreamy. I'm going to fake my death soon. <laughs> <laughs> Aria, by the way, dressed like a mob, mob boss's uh, mistress again with a leopard print jacket. Like, like her mob husband has just been sent away for 16 months and now she's got to take over the business. <laughs> <laughs> Heroin flavored bananas it is. Um, Wasn't that like the pot to the good wife or something? No, she becomes a lawyer. It was like the husband's like she's the goodest wife of all time. No, she's she's basically Catherine Zeta Jones in uh, traffic here, but like with a mob outfit, like like okay. a pseudo Peg Bundy okay. outfit. Sure, yeah, sure. Um, yeah. So Emily's gonna fill in uh, Ezra on the latest shit. Uh, she puts him on the trail of Cyrus, which wrong person. He's well, like, I'm just gonna call my PI. You know, <laughs> it's just like, oh, I wanted to thank you for coming to me, and she's just like, look, you're just a scumbag, but you have connections. Yeah, he's like, well, thanks anyway. Thanks for being so honest. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Aria will point out to Byron. Um, oh, there's there's some important information here. Oh, sorry. Get to the important information. Byron has reblocked his fedora. <laughs> I wrote that down. I reblocked my I my fedora. Reblocked. There's. The I, I can't believe Chad Lowe got that line out. Like, I I couldn't do it. I'll just say that. I just feel like on the other side of the camera, Lucy Hale's like, "It's who is this monster all over again?" Good luck, Maestro. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yes. Uh, I believe that this is where somebody did a great gift where, where Chad Lowe pops in. He's like, hey, can I talk to you? And she's like, no, you're the worst. And he just walks back out. <laughs> There's that beautiful yellow wallpaper from the oh, book. Where's oh. Petunia, though? Oh, it's, uh, it's supposed to be lurking maybe in the background right there. Yeah, that's that's the snout right yeah. there. Okay. Petunia. Well, sorry, we had to Always salute. there. Had to salute our dark master. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, movie night tomorrow. Uh, they're going to watch uh, uh, Strangers on Train. Well, it's uh, like a, it's a whole cosplay experience. Like he didn't just reblock his fedora. He went Did and found a suit be? from like the nineteen forties. When we get there, let's check. Is no, anyone is. else dressed like a gangster? Paige has a whole line later on about how it's like a costume thing and it metaphorically didn't really fit, you know. Oh. Yeah. Paige. That's in the next episode. But um Yeah, so Arya points out that Mike and Mona's a bad idea and Chad's like, the fuck are you gonna do? Oh, well, he's just like, we both know if we say anything, it'll only get worse. And she's like, Good parenting. <laughs> um, I'm really seeing the gift now. <laughs> like, hey, can I talk to you? No, you're the worst. Okay. Diddly do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go sex Meredith. There it kind of like cuts to like the liars in the hallway the next day talking about this Mona Mike situation. Spencer has this great line where she's just like, boys hate it when you question their judgment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I He's like, I know, I'm dating Toby. <laughs> and I've I've kissed seven to eight boys on the side mm-hmm. um emily is kind of dressed like uh she's got the boob window yeah she like 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 a comic book illustrator has like designed an outfit for her like she's power yeah. girl here yeah definitely like uh-huh. dark power girl Ooh, dark power. Girl. yeah she she is dressed a little bit like a like a comic book super and girl. then isn't it like thigh high athletic socks 
this is like a like an American apparel mm-hmm. superhero. In- yeah, the thigh high athletic socks. Uh, Arya, it yes. must be mentioned, is yes. wearing a uh, high waisted skirt. It's like a navy skirt with little yellow lightning bolts all over it. That this, is also like a comic book hero's deep cut of the nerdiest yeah. of comic book references, like Lucas level nerdy reference. Like this is like Mary Marvel's like bad phase. But then fantasy. It wouldn't be an Ari outfit completely unless it completely clashed with something else. So she's wearing this t-shirt that has like a giant it's like a tiger face on it or something or other. It's like the precursor to like like three dog moon or something. But then like three wolf moon. The sleeves are all cut up and fringy. Yeah. Like just like she's going to a Grateful Dead concert. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's wild. Spencer's just like I'm dressed conservatively and dare I say normal compared to two of you. Um. Yeah. So Hannah and Spencer are going to plan an intervention for Caleb and Toby. Which, lol. Um. Yeah. There's a whole bit like, do you still talk to that guy Dean? And Spencer's just like my sober coach. And she's like, yeah. Don't you can't just like bring that guy in to talk to Caleb. You need his bro. Yeah. You need to go get another actual bad guy. Dean's still in a ditch somewhere, trying to pull himself together after I <laughs> blew in the town. Um. So Emily and Paige meet. Uh, Paige looks good here. This is a great Paige look. Well, and Emily's kind of making some noise. Say hey, we should hang out sometime. Paige is like, yeah, busy tonight, though. Mm. And I have to ask myself, does Paige look even more normal and lovely compared to the ridiculous outfit that Emily is wearing? Yeah, I just don't, I don't know. know. I just don't know. But it's like they finally settle on a great Paige look and Paige will be gone in like three episodes. <laughs> But it's Paige's. She's a smart one. She's getting the fuck out of Rosewood. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, she's she's you know she's got all this weird shit out of her system. She can dress like a normal person. There's this bit where Spencer's on the phone in her room. Hannah's waiting around there because Hannah needs to be there to like listen to like the setup of the the it's, intervention. It's, if Hannah wasn't there and Spencer didn't know Hannah was there, which think about like this mm-hmm. scene, yeah, <laughs> what they do later, this would almost turn like phone sex. You just know them. Spencer's talking about like. Like, ooh, can I call you cadet? It sounds like you're in space command. And Hannah is just is just like gross eye roll in the background. You know, she's like, oh my God, get off the phone. What's the matter, officer? Was I speeding again? <laughs> yes, you were, ma'am. That scene is so hot, except for Toby's in it. <laughs> anyway, uh, she finds a little like thing, a little note slipped under her doorway there. When she closes the door, it's from Melissa. She realizes Melissa has flown the coop. It's like, a, it's not like a fucking telegram or something. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> yeah. Message for you. No, it's handwritten. Okay. Yeah. And so this the new drama now is that like with the whole Peter Hastings and Melissa, like divorce Hastings situation, like Melissa is once again, sus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So next day, rest of the liars, San Spencer are all talking about this when who should show up eclipsing the sun. But Tanner, mm-hmm. just as they're about to go into the Mermaid Star Cafe, mm-hmm. Tanner just wants to have a talk. Uh, she's so good. Yeah. Spencer and Toby, meanwhile, are making out on his couch. And she's just like uh, trying to, you know, tell him about the Caleb situation and all that. And I, I, one of the rare, like, introspective moments from Toby where he like Toby senses that, like, there's a there's a plan in action that he's already been recruited to. I feel like there's a big ask coming. Yeah. He's like, is that what you think? Right? Or is that what Hannah thinks? Or something like that. Yeah. This isn't going to be one of those Christian basement parties, is it? Because <laughs> that sucked. 
what's the corn dog situation gonna be at this get together? Yes, this is where my <laughs> this is the episode that originated my corn dog joke. Big proud of that. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. This is like the start of that where Keegan's like, I just I won't use words as much. I'll just use my hands. I'm just gonna be a stone cold bro. Mm-hmm. So back to Tanner and the rest of the liars, and it's the the usual Tanner bit where she asks me a few questions, and uh, oh, you know. I was about to leave, but then I realized there was one more question I had to ask you that's going to tell me everything I need to know about you. One of the topics of conversation over the weekend was, you know, uh, both internally and externally, that Tanner is in a whole other show. Mm -hmm. And that's true. And that's almost the beauty of her. It's like she is indeed on her own procedural cop show. And this is like the crossover episode where she's on PLL. But she's so good. Like she is so smart. I mean, there's only so much she can do, but I, I feel like. She's not twiddling her thumbs here. She's just doing her good Columbo shit. Yeah. Yeah. Some minor details I wanted to hit here. Uh, right before they were talking to Tanner, there was like this great meta conversation about how the liars are only told uh, enough to make them crazy and yeah. not anything else. Yeah. Um, also, we found out that Peter is staying at the club. Like who even does that? Peter Hastings does that. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Melissa was like at the Edgewood Motor Court, which I believe is a psycho reference. Um. Which we've seen a few times on the show, haven't mm-hmm. we? Is that where we're Ren stayed? But like, uh, does is Alex still work at the club? I feel like he does. Oh, I think Peter Hastings had that dude fired. I think he had him or, not just fired, but disappeared. Or is Peter like, you're going to be the boy who brings me my scotch <laughs> from now <laughs> for the rest of your fucking life? <laughs> no, I think Peter is like, hey, Toby, son, community college is, is expensive for you. Toby, you got something for you to bury. Just don't look in these these bags. Just bury them deep. <laughs> Trust me, Toby. You're doing us both a favor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you marry into this family. I think we might. Did have you ever see th- Lost? Your gin. <laughs> we might have. <laughs> That's so fucking perfect. Oh my god, my mind is going to be blown by that now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to be having a tennis with my imagine buddy, Alvar Hanso. Imagine that five years forward. Yeah. Um, I think we might have skipped over the Spencer's. Like, they're talking about Caleb, Toby, and she's just like, there's a word. You know, and it's, it's lost all meaning. It's lost all meaning. But what ha- is the word? Hashtag haunted. Are you going to say moist? <laughs> oh, haunted. Yeah, I guess that's pretty serious, too. Like moist and haunted, though. Yeah. So anyways, he wants a massage. That one question that Tanner had. Who do you think killed Bethany Young? And they're all just like, uh, who? So, uh, side note, obviously Toby's dead in 7B, right? We're in agreement. Oh, dead. yeah, yeah. Dead I was going to get to that to the end. But, but anyway, so um, <laughs> we're, we're shipping that like some people ship Caleb. But mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> if they did like a... We're shipping Toby in a hearse. <laughs> <laughs> we're shipping like Toby's heart going into Spencer's chest. <laughs> no, I think what we came up with is that uh, if Toby... If Toby must live, uh, we gonna Spencer, burn Spencer gets Toby's heart, yeah. and then Toby gets Yvonne's heart. <laughs> and then who does Rick Fox play on the show? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I like the, the Keegan Allen's around in a weekend in Bernie's way. Mm-hmm. I, oh, oh, so if they had like done the five years forward, but still did like flashback stuff a la Lost, there would have absolutely been a Spoby episode where one of them's in the flash four and one of them's in the flashback. We oh, yeah. find out to the end. And then Toby's dead. I'm just trying to buy this ginormous stuffed animal. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a deep lost episode. Sorry. Um, 
So Speed Demon Express is going to show up while Toby's trying to nap. I have was on the phone. It's going to be Melissa's tape. I guess she has to tell him to get the door. Hey, Toby. <laughs> Are you fucking ingrate? Toby. Answer the door. Doorbell's broken. Get over there. Yeah. Um, the tape is going to reveal the truth of that night. Everyone was there that night. I love that Melissa to Spencer will, of course, just casually quote the Tempest. This island is full of noises. Obviously, I mean, the Hastings, they're, they're known to quote their Shakespeare from time to time, mm-hmm. especially the Tempest, another great little lost uh, <laughs> parallel there. I do like the question. Hold on, hold on. Spencer's like, hey, Caliban, can you go over there and get the door? <laughs> Seriously, if ever there was a Caliban on PLL, it is absolutely Toby. Um, I do like just the question of who do you think killed Bethany Young? Because it kind of proves essentially that they don't, uh, it's not a question they've considered, I guess. I guess is the way I read that, you know, like, shouldn't these girls have an opinion or thought about this? And yet they don't, which means that they, they must know something, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Anna calls Spencer worried about that. And then we get to the Melissa confession. I like the way this is done where we kind of like suddenly cut to Spencer just standing next to the camera. Like she was there and whatnot. And we find out what happened we find out who killed bethany young or at least partly why uh melissa saw spencer walking away with the shovel or at least who we believe to be spencer oh uh and then she found a body figured it was ally wearing the yellow top and just buried it because she figured oh spencer killed ally i better cover this up for her because she's such a good sister our family has a gift for self-preservation there's a point where you go from survivor to predator and peter's like it's actually our crest it's our, it's our motto. Yeah, it's the family words. Um, <laughs> this is all the timeline here is all bugged me a little because like this is the shot from Ace for answers. This is right after she talks to Allison and Allison says, get your ass back to the barn and go to sleep. Yeah. So right now, Allie is going to like after this, she's going to go shake down Byron mm-hmm. also in her yard. Mm-hmm. She's going to go check on the liars again, being all asleep, and then she's going to walk home and get bonked on the head. So seemingly, the, unless it, and like Melissa's watching Spencer walk away right now, does she then go chill out for like four hours and then come find a body? Because it doesn't make sense to me for Bethany to be the one buried first. More importantly, Brian Holman had a great joke over the weekend, which is just like, got a great new plot development. There was a bush here. No <laughs> one saw each other. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it only, to me, the plot line or the timeline of this only makes sense if Allie went in the ground first. Allie goes into the ground. Allie comes out of ground. There's a hole there. Maybe Mona was about oh, to oh, put yeah, the yeah, body yeah, yeah, in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's not like Melissa dug the hole. She just covered the hole. Yeah. With the body the, in the it. The other way would be Melissa mm-hmm. buried this body. Mm-hmm. And then Allie got bonked on the head. Was buried like I don't know, right next to her or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Then got out of it. And then what did Mona come back and like cover up the hole? You know, like, why why wasn't there an open hole at that point? That's what she said. But yeah. the thing is, you got to forget, is that we haven't got the extra flashback where Ella showed up, mm-hmm. met Noel Kahn. They buried... Had sex on the grave. After burying yeah. Nikki and Paolo, mm-hmm. then Lucas showed up with Mrs. Potter's nephew to unbury them. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm just... My headcan for this is going to be... It's a real gangbang of weird theories, yeah. Melissa came later. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so We're not get, even drinking. Let's get to the corn dogs. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. The intervention. 
So Spencer's just thinking about this revelation later. Which, holy shit. Like the things you have to go, like the social encounters you have to go to after that. <laughs> hasn't told anyone about it yet. Uh, Hannah's trying to like lay out this whole like elaborate situation. You're like, we're in, when I sense the time is right, I'm going to like kick you under the table and like tug my ear. And then like, then it's time for you, Toby, to like, you know, bro down. And Toby's just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb walks in and he's just like, I hear you haven't been sleeping well. What's up, bro? I think it's funny is because they're drinking on normal glasses, not the fucking mason jars. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would love if like the others are drinking water with lemon and Spencer's just like vodka soda. What and, like the waiter's like Toby's just drinking a beer here. <laughs> the waiter's just like, uh, how old are you? And Spencer's like, vodka soda. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, I've had a day. <laughs> old enough to end you. <laughs> Yeah, so Toby's immediately just like, I am a bro. I don't do this signaling shit. Let's bro down right now. I love now. Tyler Blackburn's expression. He's like the eyes closed, just shaking his head like, mm-hmm. God damn it, Hannah. What's up with that? You just spread my darkness around. Um. <laughs> also, there's there's a little bit here where Hannah says, uh, like right before Caleb comes in, she says, he's coming. Just play dumb. She says that to Toby. And Spencer says, Hannah. And Hannah says, he knows what I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> um, yeah, so they're going to have a little conversation here. But first, Paige has gone to the brew to get some coffee. But she happens to run into Emily there. And, oh, Paige is totally made up. They've done. They This is like the least glamorous they've ever made Shay Mitchell look. Just and for she, this moment. And she still looks amazing. Yeah, she yeah. still looks perfect. But it's like, I'm surprised they don't have like vomit on her shoulder or something. <laughs> well, it's like. The, Paige came here on purpose, right? No, well, she's well, maybe she maybe. says she did. Like, she oh, says, but you I don't usually work this shift. This and Emily's like, I don't usually work any shift. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, come on, Paige is just like, oh, look at that! I just happened to run into you while I'm totally all dolled up and going on a date with somebody else. Look, I even have two coffees. If only they had like done for like they did for Hannah and actually written the other girl's name on the other cup. Mm. That'd have been good, yeah. But yeah, Paige's like, oh, this is awkward. Guess I need to go now. Mm, sorry. I feel like this was entirely intentional in Paige's fault. You're like, it's time for some game. Paige is like, I will take Emily back. But first, I'm going to get just a little bit of revenge. Time for some game theory. Um, So Ari goes to the theater. <laughs> and there's Noella. There's Mona instead. Like cuddled up to uh, there's a woman dressed Magic. like Jackie O behind them. Yeah, Magic um, Mike Montgomery. Magic Mike Montgomery and Byron is fucking plaid jacket it's a plaid jacket and of course three what's up see <laughs> mikey's got some suspenders on yeah mike's mona, like this is the dorkest i've ever looked mona looking lovely with like this giant like bird necklace thing and like a dress with like little red cherries all over it oh yeah mona is mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh they're sitting down and Arya's just glaring at uh, Chadlow there, like, what the fuck? Why oh, I love here? that pointed look. She just, her eyes fire off a blast across his bow. And he's just kind of like, this should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and then Arya just really stares some daggers at Paige as she like, comes walking down all leggy of her date. I recall that uh, Heather Hogan's recap had some absolutely hilarious screen caps from this bit here. <laughs> that one right as, there. Well, no, just as. Uh, as Arya and Mona are just watching, you don't have this to scream down, down. But that was some ultimate stink eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Mona's watching they're, it too. They're very curious. They're both just like, hmm. And 
And Paige is just like, oh, God, my anxiety. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But you know what, though? Look at this. Like, they've got, like, the, like, DVD booklets for everyone in the, uh, like, audience. Oh, this, a program. Yeah. Yeah, this is a nice theater. I kind of want to go to this fucking theater. I'm sure, I'm sure they do these at, uh, you know, your, your local alternative cinema. Hmm. Uh, anyway, lights go down. Time for strangers on the train. Arya just keeps looking over at Mona the whole time. Oh, she is full of rage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I think she might want to make out with her, but maybe that's just my head cannon. Hmm. Anyway, the uh, back to the there's this Apple Rose Grill here. Mm-hmm. Spencer's talking to Caleb. There's the mason jars. Spencer's talking to Hannah in the background. Toby is talking to Caleb. This conversation in the background here feels like it's directly out of shadow play. Mm. Like just the the rhythms of the dialogue Kayla's is just like it's human nature <laughs> you know it might be because it's the same writer same who, writer but yeah who's got a lot of experience of just like theatrical wordplay but yeah um i just this is the picture that you probably have used in conversation more than any other this is my favorite subtweet <laughs> that's a good picture too you're just a tourist i live there that you should screen cap that one because that's that's a good one but yeah these guys Broing down. I the the sad thing is, like, I almost wish oh, they had had another scene together that wasn't just them like hunting down Nigel Wright. Or mm-hmm. we heard that they spent the night in the hospital together. Well, you know, it's after the house blew up. It's PLL. It's not the actual bad guy show. Listen here, bro. When that house blew up, you were a real bro for me. So I'm gonna do the bro thing here and bro down with you right now in a bro way. <laughs> yeah fun scene Caleb eventually can't take it anymore and get there and Hannah's they're not yeah, oh, too many names Toby's just like I did my best whatever now give me those corn dogs I was promised I am owed back at the theater so okay so the I feel like it's implied by Mono later that Arya has whispered something in her ear a la Byron but my feeling when I was watching this last night is what if Arya is like, look at Guy's ex-wife. That's you. Hmm. And then Miriam gets like strangled thereafter. And Mona's like, shit. I, what I think is that uh, this is like a loss in translation situation where <laughs> you you don't and shouldn't know what she said. Oh, I absolutely All agree. you want is a reaction. I absolutely yeah. agree. But especially because the reaction, even though, yes, Mona runs away in terror. When you find her later and she's been wiping the tears away for like 45 minutes, she's just like, you were good. Very good. You even know exactly where to put the knife. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Arya whispers into Mona's ear. Mona gets up and goes away. And Arya's just like, hmm. I, yeah. Shrug at Mike. I don't know. But your girlfriend's crazy. Yeah. Um, but I love the interplay of the movie just because it's like showing the emotional tenor of that situation. Um, so Ezra is going to show Emily what he uncovered from Allison. She was with Cyrus during those two years. Um, it's almost great because here's Emily and Ezra, both former lovers of Allison. Um, unfortunately, it's Man, Ezra. Lover is a stretch for Ezra there, but sure. Arya's like, I know you slept with her. And Ezra's just like, I'm not denying it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. but So they find out that uh, this would this would blow up Allie's claim of kidnapping entirely like mm-hmm. this is the silver bullet should they need to use it mm-hmm. um and ezra's just being creepy as usual meanwhile uh mikey's getting a little worried as dates in the bathroom for like you know who knows how long yeah in the movie bruno's strangling the uh debutante 
while Patricia Hitchcock watches in terror. Yeah. So we uh, follow Arya into the bathroom. She's got to check on Mona. You're good. You're very good. There's a great bit where Mona or Arya says, "Look, I'm sorry," and Mona's like, "Don't insult me." Well, oh no, no. The, well, first of all, Janelle Parrish. My God, she's so good in this scene. She's so good in every scene. This scene, particular. also, I believe she has a cold in this scene. But it works so perfectly. Mm-hmm. Her voice is so different. She's like, been crying. So like she's yeah. been crying. Um, she's talking about like how she's not the person for Mike. He deserves someone nice, which I am not. Which I am not. Yes. Um, and then she talks about how she should have died when she fell off that cliff. And suddenly Arya, who just threatened this girl in some form, is just like, Mono, don't say that. Don't ever say that. Only I get to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I love these two. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mona started her army to protect herself from Allison. And then she ends it with, do you think Mike really likes me? And Arya's just like, ah, oh, shit. You know, it's funny. Like, occasionally the liars will have these, like, almost heart-to-hearts with Mona. Yeah. Other than Hannah, I don't think any of them ever actually, like, gives her a hug or anything. Arya's like Spencer like, hugs her when they get out of the dollhouse. Arya's like, I'm going to emote just enough that I can walk her back later. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in that last scene with Ezra, he says uh, he has this line. He says that's a very special talent, one that causes a lot of damage, meaning uh, Allie's you know skill at manipulation. And it's just like pot kettle. <laughs> Let me tell you about all the damage done to me yeah. personally. Do you want to see my scar? Um, so Spencer's going to watch the tape again and and comment in dialogue with Melissa, <laughs> like quoting Shakespeare back to the yeah, recording yeah. of Melissa, because that's what the Hastings do. Yeah. I would love if they brought this tape back and like had like a third conversation <laughs> five years forward. Um, Tanner's going to confront Byron. And again, another amazing um, a Tanner scene. And I just like when the door knocks and Arya's like, who's that? And he's just like, he closes his notebook and he's like, that would be Lieutenant Tanner. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice little turn where you like you suddenly realize that like, oh, Byron has been up to something. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. He thinks he's going to get to the bottom of this. Also, I like the uh, what what's said in the powder room stays in the powder room. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Tanner's going to go on a point about, you know, usually these cases get less complicated as you work them, not more. Um, and this town ranks surprisingly low on curiosity. Yeah. And Byron just comes up with like, well, we expect the police to do their jobs. Um, so Tanner's basically saying that, you know, Arya may or may not have been involved with this homicide or a homicide, but she's certainly part of the complications. And she's like, do you want to know if we have interest in Arya for this case? We do. Mm-hmm. Um, she says that she's just been waiting. I for, like that. It's a little, turning up the heat a little. She says know. basically she's been waiting for one of these girls to do the right thing and come to her and tell her the truth because she's not an idiot. She knows they've been lying. And now one of them finally has. And Byron's like, who? And Tanner's like, stay tuned. Spoilers. She just smile. She's like, come on. She's like, buddy, it's episode 11 of 12. Like uh, I'm going to tell you. Of course, Arya heard all that because she's hiding. Um. Meanwhile, uh, the epilogue of Ravenswood. Can we just get past this? I think we can. There fireflies. are some fireflies. I think uh, probably like Charlotte Harvey was spying on him or something like that. I was. There's a Ouija promo wedged into that where it says like, goodbye. You know? Yeah. <laughs> goodbye, Ravenswood. Which, okay, but just let me, let me just say this is a code of Ravenswood. As he explains the story to Ravenswood, which... You know, I never watched the last five episodes, I'm sad to say. like It makes no sense. It makes me. no sense to me. But like, think about all of this. As Riverdale just announced, they plan to go full-on Supernatural in season two. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's a bad idea. Um, That's a horrible idea. Just saying. I don't actually write for the show. Um, I, just, I, I think if you've established a world without Supernatural elements, you should not then bring them in. Unless 
like you got to do it very early i guess is my feeling you know like mm-hmm. you're either telling the supernatural show or you're not yeah well and then i feel like the burning of that bridge will be when like sabrina comes to that show anyway so uh spencer points out that they need to figure out why bethany young was in that yellow top that night solid question very very <laughs> solid question we've never really figured it out we thought we did in 513 which i think we're probably going to watch but it turns out that was all fake evidence yeah so the evidence was fake but the leak was real yeah yeah maybe it's something like how when hannah had a dream about what Nolcon's secret was and that turned out to be true i don't know maybe it's something like that and it's like holy shit i'm the long island medium <laughs> he had secrets too yeah. <laughs> um so yeah uh hannah or i should say they they've been told about the melissa situation I was trying to remember whether or not Spencer ever told them about like Melissa burying Bethany, but yeah, she did. Cool. Uh, so yeah, there's some fireflies outside. I really wanted like one of those fireflies to go right into the uh, like the bug zapper. Doesn't it seem like they're setting it up? Like, like, like hi whoops, Miranda. Hi Miranda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that was no one here can love or understand me. And now, taking this one to the grave, one of my favorite titles of a Peel episode for sure. When did you realize it was a line from the song? Way too late. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's written- great though. Just taking this one to the grave. Yeah. This yeah. is uh, written by Marlon King, directed by Ron Lagomarsino. Yeah. In media ray opening Thanksgiving Day, a crime scene outside Mona's house. Hannah is crying. Emily is comforting. Spencer is not present. Ezra is there with Arya. They get the A text. It's all your fault. Hey. <laughs> Ezra's like, well, as the boyfriend, how long do I have to stay here? Uh, Barry Maple there. He once gets some uh, testimony on Trimer. Do we see anyone else yet? I like no. I like yeah. how he's like Hannah. I'll take your statement first up on the porch of the crime scene, yeah. and she's like, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like, need to oh. take your statement uh, with us both ankle deep in blood. <laughs> and she's like, fast, don't slip and fall. Oh, you fell right into it. Yeah. Oh well. So thirty six hours earlier, Allie is getting wired up to take a polygraph. I mean, you know that Allie has like studied how to beat these. Yeah, Holbrook is she's, there. She's had a lot of like lunches of George Costanza. Mm-hmm. He's just like Allison. It's not a lie if you, you believe, believe it. it. Yeah, Holbrook is there I behind the glass. Blue. There's uh, it, there's another dude just like sure you don't want to wait for Tanner to get here. Like, I do wonder what what was up with this. Could they just not get Roman Mafia that episode? Like, why? There's a great like like never really referred to but it's kind of there if you want it to be like the animosity between these these partners well and like not quite a competition per se but it's like it's almost as though they're all they're both pursuing their own avenues of investigation mm-hmm. and like it's like perhaps they have theories about what happened that they disagree on yeah so tanner is like pursuing one thing and he's going in a totally other direction he's like you know i'm gonna fuck my way to the end of this case like real murder police mm-hmm. um also officer beauregard spectacles is there um yeah it's getting polygraphed well there's this whole polygraph business in this episode i feel like she doesn't really give anything away like the cops already knew about spencer's uh, meth problem her name is lauren her middle name is okay lauren. sure she gives that away. i just like the line when you tell the truth you're using your memory when you lie your imagination and allison's just like <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference yeah. Yeah. Then we get Mona's very French room with all those dolls listening to some French music some old French music it's great yeah I love Mona. She's reading the grand. Uh, I can't even pronounce that, but it's French. <laughs> Trust me. This is uh, her, her mother, who's uh, obviously just an actor who she hired, comes in. I believe this is Nina Simone. She's listening to, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, 
her mom is almost like so prim and proper and stepfordy. Yeah, it's I mean, I I wouldn't know what to have expected from Mona's mom, but it's like, okay. Yeah. That's an interesting way. It's to like go. she lives in a kind of a dollhouse already. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, her room is kind of like perfectly French. Remember, like uh I don't uh, know about those green walls. Though. At the end of the season when Arya will strangle that doll because <laughs> it's looking at her. <laughs> Arya, leave the doll alone. Yeah. What is up with Mona's sleeves here? They're weird. And it looks like they were put on in the costume department after the fact. Yeah. Like they looked like the the ripped out pockets from some pants. Like the, Spencer's outfit here. The liars have shown up to be like, we need your help, Mona. And Mona's like, what do you expect me to do? And they're like, you're Mona. And Mona's just like, you're goddamn right. <laughs> Emily looks like, you know, if you turn off the sound, every line that she has in this scene is, this was a mistake. <laughs> Coming here was a mistake. And Arya looks like uh, she's just looking down like, well, I told you it was a mistake and no one listened to me. <laughs> Arya's like, yeah, we had a heart to heart in the powder room the other night, but I could still walk that back. This bitch means nothing to me. Yeah, so Mona, I mean, it's interesting to watch this now because we know that Mona's setting herself up to be killed. And so all this talk of her being scared of Allie and whatnot, this is all fake, right? Mm hmm. This mm -hmm. is all a setup. At least that's the way I read it now. Like she needed to plant the idea in both the liar's minds and her mother's mind and anyone's mind who might be observing that Mona is terrified of Allie and she thinks that she's in danger. Because I think all that's true. I, I believe that like scouring for the evidence, Radley and all that stuff is real. I believe that she's excited about that. I kind of wondered, like, if to herself, she's saying to herself in that mirror at the end. That part, probably not, yeah. That, you know, maybe I don't need to fake my death. Maybe unified, we can take this girl down. And then she's like, well, who could that be entering my room? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I, I, A blonde girl wearing a blonde wig? What I, the hell? I guess it's Cece wearing a mask. Or maybe it's just shower, and she's just like, <gasps> you're probably wondering who I am. So uh, Hannah's going to stay behind and get some cookies. Yeah, I feel bad that her mom has baked some cookies and they're just like, we're leaving. <laughs> you remember Anthony's little brother about the video yeah. games? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Allie's middle name is Lauren. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Moving on. Hannah stays back to get some cookies. She talks a little bit to Mona's mom and is just like, I'm worried. Like, Mona's scared of Allie. Just, I don't know, more, more grist for the mill. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Allie's going to get blamed when Mona goes missing, likely murdered. Mm -hmm. uh, she goes upstairs and calls it, what is it, like a code A, I think, here? Is yeah. She does it, yeah. Just need more of Mona, like, calling in codes. Like, this is Mona. Rubicon is go. Yeah, she gets led into the brew late at night. I guess one of her team members is, like, this loser in the background of the brew who, like, sweeps <laughs> this is, there. This is the guy who always covers for Emily. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, fuck yeah, I'll help you. Yeah, she shows up, but no one's there except for Lucas, and he's just like, they've all turned on you. <laughs> Allie won them over. I, I guess by proving that Mona's crazy or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember what would have happened in the episode we didn't watch that would have helped her with that. Maybe, I guess, just the, the Cyrus showing up to validate her kidnapping story. A little bit. Maybe, maybe Mona trying to hold on to a little too hard, but this mm -hmm. is where Mona's just like, Allison's gone full on socio. She says to the mirror. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple shots of her in a circular mirror that are very nice. Uh, so she meets up with the liars the next morning in the bathroom. There's this whole thing where she's talking about why Allie would have 
recruited them, well, you know, the smart one, the loyal one, the compassionate one. The four humors here. Is Hannah's that, outfit. Yeah. Um, it, well, because Mona's talking all this, and it's like, oh, that'd be perfect for what a sociopath wants. It's like, no, that's why you went after them, Mona. Like, I don't think that's why Allie did what she did. Yeah, she's like, settle down, Tin Man, and let me explain to you all. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's like, yeah, that's not why Allie picked you. That's why Mona picked you. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it have been great if she then gave them all, like, hand cream right after? Yeah. <laughs> I want to say there's this bit, maybe it's here, maybe it's later, where Emily is just like, okay, well, look, you're helping us, Mona, but, like, we're not friends or anything. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. let's just be clear. Yeah. You still don't get to join the liar group, bitch. Yeah. Yeah, and then after uh, they all leave, as the twins come in, Sydney and Mindy, and as soon as they've left, the twins then come out of their stalls in synchronicity and stare at each other and smile. God, they're so fucking creepy. <laughs> they sync their smiles. <laughs> I love the twins. I wish I wish they were around more. I wish they I, like they never need to say anything as far as I'm concerned. Like just them being around. Is so they're weird. they're even sinister in the Christmas one when they have like yeah. their makeover. I would love to just see them pop up in 7B. I really would. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so Emily's talking to Paige. Paige is just like, "Yeah, fuck this. I'm gonna kiss you." Like tired of you know, like the whole uh, conversation about the costume not fitting and all that. You know, she's like, "Yeah, okay, that was fun making you jealous, but now I just." She's like, back. "Here it comes, yeah. PDA with mm-hmm. tongue." Emily's like, "Oh, okay, all right, that was easy." I'm Emily Fields. Everything comes easy to me. <laughs> You're now a general in my army again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mona finds out her mom went to talk to the school about Allie, and of course, that's not going to help things. Allie gets called to the principal's office. <laughs> Allie has like a whole new <laughs> group of bitches who all look kind of like Screen liars. Allison's okay. face is so good. Yeah, she has a super bitchy face. She's found some new like pseudo liars to hang out with. Do you think that they're like direct analogs? Probably. Like, yeah. is one of them like the Latino the loyal one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're the loyal one, huh? She walks past Mona, just like, just shit eating. She's just like, ooh, I wonder what this will be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and then, just some more f- food erotica with Arya and Ezra. He's got some pumpkin on his face. She's gonna wipe it off. I'm kind of surprised that she's using the towel to wipe it off, not just like licking it. Mm-hmm. He's very concerned about her family. He's been invited to Thanksgiving dinner. Her, her family might judge him on it like his pie it's like oh i think they've got other things they'll be judging you about buddy so so the grandma with like the chin whiskers is like huh this pie this pie is a fucking pedophile that's what this pie is (laughs) how do you even explain that at the family dinner i mean this pie is a manipulative little piece of shit (laughs) i feel like that just and out of work too you just have to lie i don't know what else you do there you know well is byron still constipated when it comes to ezra Hmm. yeah like like chin whisker ants just like byron honey you don't look regular well they said it's a montgomery family so yeah it'd be his family right with rob Lowe. Well, rob Lowe's like he the, just stares at ezra for like a rob solid Lowe. five minutes and he's like you're not more handsome than i am mm-hmm. i can't believe that we see spencer back at her place in the living room looking through some photos whoever those people are <laughs> whoever these random people are in this old photo <laughs> which, album. which you know you know it's a it's a prop throw thrown in because quite frankly it's black people in rosewood yeah. of which there are not very many there is a funny photo of hannah that we barely see any of right with the phone <laughs> yeah hannah with the phone just like with this weird look on her face uh it's season one too because that's that palm pre 
It's got to be like oh, a behind yeah. the scenes Ashley Benson. Yeah, I'm sure it's behind the scenes. And then uh, one of all the the liars with Allie says, "My four besties kisses Allie kisses." Ooh, which is probably some. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Ted Lerone just showed up on screen. <laughs> Calm yourself. An officer and a gentleman here. Um, it's probably something that was taken for like the filming of the pilot would be my guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this. Woo. Are you sitting down? Because <laughs> Toby's about to hear, and we're all going to get so wet, we're going to slide out of our chair. This scene, like I said earlier, would be very hot, except for the fact that it's Toby, because Spencer is all about that role play. She's really selling it too. You know, like I've got some bad habits. The ultimate test is to hold this this hot and sexy scene in your brain while also the uh, the Snapchat where they're on the set and Troyan's got Keegan in handcuffs in his police <laughs> uniform and he's like, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> like as he's, he's like marching him down the WB back lot. Also, he's just wearing a cadet uniform too. Do you think they found this watch that she gave Toby like on his body later in 7-Eleven? Spencer, this watch. My grandfather carried this watch. They're like, uh, Spencer, you might want this. We found it in the effects on the body. Sorry, I don't know why. It smells like fecal matter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he gets a little watch. Says that you are my once upon a time. S. Oh, wasn't there like a... There was like, a, of course, they like uh, someone in this episode will die. This is the fatal finale. That's yes. right. That's right. It's the fatal finale. Because it was like, Paige has her big moment. And you're like, well, Paige is marked for death. Mm-hmm. You know, Toby has his big moment. He's marked for death. Uh, Lucas here just just doing a number on Barry here breaking into his computer this is the moment even though it's already transpired where Barry was like I don't feel bad at all about like helping that that hot blonde escape mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah he's like fuck this whole department I've got kids to put through college mm-hmm. victimless crime exactly except for Beth and Young but there's a sign crime. that says this is your precinct in the uh bathroom stall <laughs> Mona's hacking from the bathroom there's this whole thing where it's like oh no admin password require and then she's just like tapity tap 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 that's no problem <laughs> i hope lucas actually did have to sign up for some like summer volunteer program <laughs> or something and that's Barry's when... like all right buddy here you go fill out <laughs> and, that clipboard we'll be in touch and as he's like picking up trash on the side of the road or whatever he's doing he's just like what if it was an app <laughs> that told you like which lady's feet you could go to the bathroom on. <laughs> yeah. So the Christmas decoration orgy mm. happening on M. It's not even. It's like maybe Thanksgiving morning. It's seemingly Thanksgiving morning, or perhaps the the day before, or something like that. She, Emily's just like, I won't even wait twenty four hours. If you can't find Christmas in your heart, Hannah, you're not going to find it under a tree. <laughs> Emily loves Christmas, as her shirt says. Yeah, read her boobs. I do like this scene. This uh, anytime you can get the liars just doing some normal shit every once in a while, kind of like it has a little bit of like a like when the X Men would play flag football on Thanksgiving or something like that. The, the awesome scene where they play basketball and they can't tell if Gambit's I cheating. I feel like the uh, the Thanksgiving flag football is better personally, but I don't know if you read that issue. I, I guess not. Yeah, three oh eight. Um, you find it. It's the, one where, it's the one where Scott proposes to Gene. Oh, yeah. And and the Wolverine's just lurking. Anyway, that's what I feel like is going on here. This is the PLL X Men. They're just uh, doing some normal stuff, preparing so for Christmas. Who's Gambit? Who's Psylocke here? Well, uh, as as if you I'll need see. to ask who Gambit <laughs> is. I know who Gambit on. is. 
I mean, Emily's probably Psylocke, I assume. Hmm. Who's Colossus? Um, Toby? What is up, comrade? <laughs> Hello, Tobarish. Yeah. Tobarish. That could be his new <laughs> Russian nickname. Uh, yeah, and Trump's America. Uh, so, yeah, lots of Christmas stuff. There's snowy and like pingy and wingy here. Mm-hmm. And Paige is just like, this is cute. You're kind of a dork, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm Paige telling you that. Yeah. Hannah and Caleb get assigned to like untangle the lights like that. I'm going to hack these lights. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> There's this whole bit where it's like, just worst liar ever with uh hannah's just like oh i need to pick up the special cranberry sauce and emily's just like i thought blah 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 and she's just like thanks a lot emily for just completely ruining my lie now caleb knows i'm lying yeah also the baby jesus (laughs) page is like nobody move or i drop the baby no so he doesn't do that yeah Uh, yeah mona's calling because they're like hold that whole like sneaky swat thing they're doing later on yeah I mean, Caleb was almost dressed up like like nightclub and hand solo here. Oh, he's got the pop collar on that yeah. jean jacket. Yeah. What's up? Hey, girl, what you doing later? He pulls it off. I know what you're doing later. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you know, Mona, you know what I know what you're doing later. Mona called him because she's got the uh, the video. Uh, so they're all over at Spencer's watching on the laptop. Is it's a uh, Ali's interrogation video, which is. It's nothing. I mean, Allie's just like, so Allison, like, did you know about Spencer's methamphetamines? Because they already knew about it. They're like, Lauren. And Allie, basically, like, nothing incriminating at all, really. Mm-hmm. She's just like, I didn't kill. I had nothing to do with Bethany Young's death. And they're just like, oh, my God. We've been fingered. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, There's a moment where there's like a little we're all in this together group hug that Mona gets completely excluded from. I just wanted like when she notices that for her to like make eye contact of Emily, who's just like, yeah, we're icing you out. (laughs) Yeah, there's a brief cutaway to Holbrook showing up at Allie's place. Uh, Do you play what the piano? Um, He's got some information for God. I I would love to know where they're going with this. Yeah, because it really seemed like they changed gears quickly. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess this is where the relationship starts here, Whatever which is, is never really like spelled out or commented upon. No. Well, it's seemingly there's this idea that he's the one pushing this angle, of the investigation to help Allie because like she has seduced him or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Arya's boots in this next scene look complicated. Just like Arya. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. Yeah, we got to pick up the pace if we're going to do this in five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to say when Mona does not get uh, invited to the group hug, Caleb notices here. Um, which per- perhaps that's the yeah the start of that. Um, also, Mona called him, even though it was supposed to be a secret, but she like she knew Hannah would tell him. Yeah, and sure, uh, yeah. it's a funny line. Her hands just like, could you lie to this face? And Caleb's just like, that's right. And then he can't lie to his face. Then he has like a beer, like belch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, a little hair of the dog. Um, they find an affidavit. Spencer's going to be charged with Bethany Young's. Murder. I can't remember. If, is this? I love that. Uh, uh, like Hannah has like spiky ribbed shoulders on her like long Alicia Silverstone grunge rock mm-hmm. uh, sweater thing. Was that Mona's laptop or was it Caleb's laptop that has Mona's like slaying, like like hacking? Laptop slays. Yeah, it's her. Okay. It's like industrial strength, that thing. 
Um, and this is, you know, all my fan fiction fantasies come true and begin. Spencer and Mona dress like old timey nurses, break into the Radley. While Hannah and while Hannah's the getaway driver and the the communicator on the thing, and Caleb's like in the passenger seat with the laptop. This is perfect. This is where I'm like, you could go 15 seasons on this show just with this kind of stuff going on. Yeah. I so you know the the show answered my my wishes of giving me like the Mission Impossible like rubber mm-hmm. face pull off thing. Now what I need is I need Spencer doing the Tom Cruise Mission Impossible. You need, where, like, you she, need she the harness. Down yeah. the harness. Yeah, yeah. And like Toby's like holding the other end of the rope, making sure she doesn't fall. But yeah, Spencer's and Mona are going in. Caleb is like, I think he's like taking control of the doorways and whatnot at the Radley. So he can, they'll be like, we're approaching like the East door. And he's like, eh, to buzz him in and whatnot. It's about to become the opening of like the uh, fourth Mission Impossible movie. Use your codes. Yeah. Spencer's like, open all the doors. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Toby, meanwhile, is like wondering if she's going to show up to his uh, like graduation ceremony. She's like, shit, that's tonight. She's like, you went to like a two week course. Do you really need me to be there? <laughs> Where were you when I had an academic decathlon? Yeah. Uh, but and Mona's just like, we'll just have to hurry then. I wonder if she has like her her old LED badge. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Mona's like, I've come back and I've actually worked weekends just to keep the cover up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Emily's whole role in this plan is just to keep Allie distracted. Um, these are some fun scenes just because it's like. Allie can sense something's up. Emily is worried that Allie can sense that something is up, but they're each where's a yeah, they're each trying to play it casual with each other. This scene is perfect just for the moment when Allison's about to leave and she realizes Emily's been lying to her. She gets this like well, the little smile, self satisfied smile. This is before she's realized that Emily's lied, but yeah, oh. um, she's about to leave and Emily has uh, kind of like begged her to stay, like please, Allie, and Allie smiles herself like goddamn right but then when she turns around she's back to kind of wounded concerned alley like she doesn't let emily see it the funny thing is is like the manipulative facial gestures could be when allison's being genuine and like Mm -hmm. the sincere face gestures could be when she's like trying to fuck with people yeah uh aria's role in this caper supervising the art of the crazies she's uh like dug up her or you know passed to radley as like a volunteer or whatever it's back to watching them do artwork, giving them instructions, knocking over a jar of paint when she needs to to provide a distraction. But uh oh, in the middle of that distraction, who should show up? But Officer Holbrook. The nurse is like, I'm not cleaning this up. Yeah. You're cleaning this up. Hannah and Caleb see Holbrook coming in. They're like, oh shit. <laughs> it's down the visor. Caleb puts down the visor to hide behind. Yeah. I wanted them to both put on like fedoras and like Groucho glasses. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anna's warning them. Use your codes, H. Yeah. Uh, so they, Spencer and Mona make it into like the records room. Meanwhile, Arya's trying to clean up the paint when the, some a tall man in boots walks up to her. Those, not, are, those are not like dress boots, shoes. Yeah, yeah, dress shoes. Um, it's Holbrook. Just the angles on Holbrook I find fascinating here. Hey, well, he's, this is like that two episode thing. Got a thing. new haircut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is that two episode thing where he's like, I'm sleeping with Allison, but I got my eye on you. Mm-hmm. I'm, he's like, hi, I'm the new Ezra. <laughs> well, I mean, the angle is like extreme low angle looking up at him, extreme high angle looking down. Yeah, at he's her. just like domineering over her. And he has some dialogue here. Where he just says, uh, where is it? He says, you've made quite a mess of things. I'm not going to do the voice. Uh, and she's just like, oh, yeah. And he's like, when did it start? The lies, the cover ups, the murders. Did he actually say that? Or is that Arya's fevered imagination? 
I I so want to know. Like, was that was he just like fucking with her? And he because then he just says, uh, you know, uh, what I can't remember. What he says, I just want to point out that this juicy scene is happening. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was weird when you played the dialogue. Oh, sorry. Uh, this juicy scene is happening in a art class for yeah. mental patients. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your volunteer program, he corrects instead. Is that on the podcast? No. Oh, that's too bad. I just, I want to know. Did this happen or not? Because it's it's framed really weirdly. I could see a thing where like you talk about how you can't do the Holbrook impression anymore. And then you just dub in Sean Ferris's voice. And you're like, oh, I still got it. Still got it. Never mind the background soundtrack. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's just Marco tinkling on the ivories. Aria's like, should I call my parents? And he's like, no, not yet. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I love this Sinister Holbrook, but I don't know. I mean, sadly, this is just about the last we get of him. I just realized I said tinkling the ivories, not tickling them. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Sorry. Tinkling works, I think. You're, you're making you know, automatopoeia. My there. grandma tinkles when she gets a little excited and there's not a bathroom nearby. Okay. Um, uh, Caleb finds out that Hannah's smart, got into a bunch of smart people colleges like Stanford, Oberlin, Wesleyan. Wesleyan, Northwestern, NYU, NYU and uh, I think Yale she's written down brown, things like what is the mascot? What is their colors? <laughs> what is their color? Yeah. Big Greek life or Northwestern colors, Cardinal White. Call Jay Ryan. Um, Mikado Yellow Cardinal. Hmm. Tuition and fees is $46,000. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Hannah's smart. Imagine that. She did well on the SCT. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Allie eventually figures out by like scoping out Emily's phone that uh, it's all set up. She thinks Emily thinks that Allie is a, and she, I think this is where she walks past Emily and like kind of brushes her shoulder, right? Shoulder checks her. Yeah, shoulder checks. I think she's probably feeling a little insulted. Yeah. Um, Paige is showing up outside. She's gonna go see Emily, but then sees Cindy and Mindy, the twins, are hiding in this like little uh, VW bug there that Allie gets into and drives. Like she kicks one of these chicks in the back seat so she can drive. So Paige follows her, and this is when you're like, oh, shit, Paige is going to die. Yeah. Allison's like, thing number one, get in the back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they they find one, and Spencer finds some recordings of Bethany Young. So what was it? It was like basically she followed them out to like the middle of a field where they were just like dancing around like a wicker man or something. It was like Mona's army had been like refactored into Allie's army or something. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, they find some, Spencer and Mona find some records, Bethany Young and a recording. Um, I'm trying to think of what it says. It's it's basically just like that whole family's fucked up. You can't it's trust the mother or the daughter. The same right? voice actress. I want to say that if I remember correctly, she has like a weird southern accent. Probably not. No, no, there's no southern accent. Hey y'all, <laughs> <laughs> that girl buried me alive. Heavens. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's my Jeff Sessions impression. Uh, oh no! You take that one out at parties. <laughs> I committed a gosh darn perjury, and I didn't even mean to, y'all. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, Toby and his contagion if I'm at the brew. <laughs> yeah, they got to go. They all run out of there. Spencer's calling Toby on the way. He gets distracted by her call and gets hit by car. The best part, too, is it's not like Caleb and or Emily were going to go to his graduation either. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, yeah, Thanksgiving Day. We're going to find out that, that Toby just broke his leg. Poor, poor thing. Bless. Emily only has to work till noon. 
Yeah, Toby's texting away with his broken leg. There's a line here. Spencer's just like, he's going to be in a cast for a month. I think she she's mostly concerned about the sexual aspect of that. That's my feeling there. That and I, I look at Toby. I'm not sure he can wipe his butt when he's like got two legs. Okay. <laughs> uh, anyways, the cops show up or, or first page shows up to be like, here's the shady shit Allie was doing last night. And then the cops show up, put the bracelets on Spencer, arrest her for murder. Holbrook there. And Toby can do nothing because he's in a wheelchair. He's just like, no, stop. I made a boom, boom. (laughs) Holbrook is very pleased with himself. I mean, I feel like Holbrook thinks that he's like fulfilling the legacy of Wilden. He's finally clapping the bracelets on Spencer for a murder Mm -hmm. that they suspected her of from the very beginning. Yeah, yeah, it's it's also Beauregard Spectacles is taken away. Yeah, see, Mona like laying out all the evidence, going through this shit. I mean, I feel like this is this is genuine. I mean, obviously, A would have packed all this up, I guess. Yeah, I mean, um, uh, what a bounty to get Mona's like industrial grade laptop. I don't all think secrets. I don't believe that Mona actually thinks Allie is A in this moment. I guess I don't know. It's like, what do you think? I kind of think that. Maybe she does. Or does she know that this is the day of her abduction? No, I don't believe that she is aware of what's hmm. about to happen. Okay. Like I said, my fan fiction is that Mona is thinking that if least of these girls are on her side, whether or not Allison's A or not takes her down, things will be a little bit easier. And like maybe she can call off the whole faking a win win, basically. Yeah. <laughs> she gets what she always wanted, has wanted for five seasons now. Hmm. But I mean, like that's her laptop's got to be like her information grimoire, and like A's about to get that. Also, her mom's wearing a red coat. Yeah, yeah, not not quite the same shade of red, but yeah. Is is this where they mentioned Leslie? Yes, Leslie's mentioned here. Ooh, Leslie's gonna be there. <laughs> Mona's like that bitch is gray. Yeah, I love her. Mona goes back inside. The way this is all framed is great. It just it's, it has well, this very kind of ominous quality to it well when she does the look around the empty yard mm-hmm. she's she you know and then you see the blonde hair coming out of the uh hoodie and the silhouette watching her go in oh she turns around how do you not see that oh a hit a yeah. ninja yeah the the shot looking through like the kind of uh textured yeah. glass window there is really cool and you're watching and you're like oh no mm-hmm. oh yeah because this is you know, you know what time it is in the episode that, that you've had the last fake out with Toby. Now it's the real shit. Unless, like, shocker of shocker, Ezra walks in of two pies here and Arya stabs him in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, huh, that was fun. And then she pushes one of the pies in his face while he bleeds out. <laughs> yeah. Mona calls Arya, of all people, to say, I know who A is. Get over here. Uh, meanwhile, A is breaking into Mona's house, going upstairs, taking the hoodie off. I can only assume they're wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, and I guess this is probably CC and not shower. I don't know. It's uh, probably CC, but I mean, like, my God, the people, every, like, the theories, every single, mm-hmm. like, this is obviously Holbrook and, like, this whole getup. Oh, yeah. It's a man's boots. Well, the, the hair definitely changes from one scene to the next. Yeah. 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 Where it looks like a wig in one and not in Oh, I, I utterly love the idea that CC put on a blonde wig of her <laughs> Over exact her hair. Wig, yeah. Um, yeah, Mona is talking to herself in the circular mirror again, you know, about how she's finally cracked the case. She then, is the sun goddess, yeah. And then, oh no, someone's walked in. Later on, Hannah, Arya, Emily, and Ezra show up to a bunch of blood. There's a scream from inside, and then it's all the cops are showing up. They dissolve into like the time. Holbrook walks out and announces to the world without first talking to Mrs. Vanderwall first to be like, Mona Vanderwall's dead. 
and her mom is just like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, you couldn't have told that to her before you told it to everyone. We also we skipped over the scene where several of them are just like walking and slipping in the blood and they mm-hmm. keep falling into it. Yeah. <laughs> the Spencer's in jail. Mona seemingly dead. It's uh, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, in the background, it's like, yeah, that's a rough one. Yeah, like, like fist over his mouth. Like, yeah. wow. Thank uh, God I wore this trendy scarf. Paige is there to comfort uh, Emily. Lucas is nearby just looking like, man, shit's fucked up. Um, Allie is unreadable. Her expression, inscrutable. Barry, Barry Maple is like, Mrs. Vanderwalt, do you have a place to stay tonight? Yeah. It's just the tiniest hint of a smile on Allie's face, and then she just turns and walks away. Uh, and that is it until we get a little A tag here. The manger, I think this is Emily's house, right? Mm-hmm. Manger out in front. A takes away the Jesus and puts in the Vander Jesus doll instead. That is such a shout out. That is fucked up. <laughs> That's great. Uh, takes the, the baby Jesus doll to the trunk of the car where there's Mona lying still as if in death. Blood on her face. Well, face like makeup-y white. Yes. Like she's decomposing. And this was the real thing that that threw so many people off. They they were like, you know, although we did not find the body, the amount of blood indicated this is a homicide. And you're like, oh, they didn't find the body. And well, then it's like, boom, here's the body. And you're like, shit, there goes that theory. Well, this is this is my frustration because this to me was like, as we zoom in on the eye, yeah. time, this was like, yeah, no joke, she's dead, no fooling. Mm-hmm. And then it was weird because you had the whole barrel thing and everything. It was like the barrel, yeah. but it was like you showed us her dead body. Like, what do we care about the barrel? Yeah, yeah, the, the barrel. Uh, cut to a tag making a snow globe there with the liars inside of it. Um, yeah, I think we'll watch the uh, Christmas episode, right? Oh yeah, that's gonna be there. All right. So yeah. Anyways, that was taken. It's one of the great fun episode, a Marlene episode that did not end with like crazy running around. <laughs> uh, I it's a good episode. That's a great episode. Yeah. I I like the one before it more because it's just a meaty character episode. But yeah, these are. I gotta give a slight downgrade to the Ravenswood stuff in the previous episode. But yeah, it's it's executed the best it possibly could be. It's just sometimes you just gotta do it. Yeah. All right. So do we want to talk about the the content of the uh, Paley Seven Eleven preview scene at all, or should we just? Uh skip on ahead i mean basically spencer's in the hospital just the worst time imaginable to ask her who her mother is mm-hmm. and uh toby's lifeless body is mm-hmm. on. like there's some great scenes where like they smash his head into the doors of the hospital <laughs> and then his head bumps in a hallway thing yeah i really feel like they like cut the scene right before like yvonne's lifeless corpse gets like rolled in behind him with like a sheet over it or something i don't know we'll see um all right so what episodes are we going to watch so 13 obviously we're going to be doing the dollhouse right yeah yeah okay so it's 13 right away 25 right away what else we got here let's see there's a lot of fucking like johnny egg and talia here wouldn't mind avoiding johnny egg as much as possible which is the one where Hannah smacks the shit out of Holbrook. Is that over a barrel? Or is that the what part of the story is all handy? Um, hmm. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I, I want to do 
Oh, what Harlock's Reveal <laughs> hand me because that's got the fan. That's also the one. It's uh, that's the fantastic, uh, just Mona flashbacks. It's also the one where she smacks. Okay. All right, so we're we're definitely doing that one. It's yeah. it's it's the Bye Bye Blackbird like duology. Okay, so episode eighteen. Um, it, you know it's funny. This is right at the part in the podcast where we had caught up. Mm-hmm. So we were doing each episode new as it aired the podcast, and so I feel like from here on out, I don't have as solid of a grasp of the episodes as I do the earlier ones, just because we'd already want to watch them well before we podcasted about them, and so. I just feel like they'd like had a chance to settle in with like context more. Mm-hmm. Whereas like once we started going week to week, it's kind of harder to kind of see the forest for the trees kind of thing. Um, this might like leave out a huge swath of storytelling, but through the glass dark, through glass darkly. Uh, which one is that? That's the the first oh, one. 14. by B. Uh, what are we missing there? Over barrel venison. Dan spot. I mean, I'm just trying to think of like. What are we really missing? We're gonna miss Allie in jail mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, Breaking Hannah, Hannah's Hannah hand. going to jail, all that. Yeah, eh. I really, I, I remember, I remember really liking Through a Glass Darkly. You get Grunwald, but it's like it's like the finale, really, to Five A. Yeah, yeah. All right, so thirteen, fourteen, eighteen, and twenty five. I know we're skipping over some there, but what are you gonna do? <laughs> um, yeah, I think even out Dan's spot, like the whole Cyrus Petrillo stuff and all that, we're, we're going to miss. Next, Next time, time wear, wear pants. pants. Yeah. Should we start doing like synchronized things like Gilmore Guys where we just. No. It's all <laughs> natural here. Anyway, yeah, 13, 14, 18, and 25 is what we'll be watching next time. And then we're going to have to speed it up a little and do three episodes uh, per rewatch because we got we to gotta fit an extra one in somewhere in there. Yeah, because the show's coming back and not too long suddenly. Yeah. All right. Uh, any any last uh, feedback or anything we want to get to before we go? Um, just a lot of thanks to to people who emailed us. Uh, Lorona, Amanda, Ava, quite a few Karas. There's a an abundance of Karas mm-hmm. over the weekend and and what have you. Thanks to everyone who bought me drinks. Yeah. Thanks for keeping that uh that thing unlocked. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jeff, a guy named Caleb. Uh. Some of you, I have not got a chance to email back again, and I apologize. I will. Kayla said an interesting thing just talking about uh, season six of both uh, Buffy and PLL and how they kind of overlap in interesting ways. Oh, you could talk about all seven seasons of the show that way, yeah. You really could. It'd be, it'd be an interesting conversation um, if you've seen Buffy, which you should have by now. Talk The clock is so. Hopefully you went and watched Restless after I recommended it last episode, yeah. I know I did because mm-hmm. I follow all of your recommendations. That's good. They're top notch. Top notch, sir. Anyway, stop blowing sunshine on my ass. <laughs> All right. We're going to go. Yeah. Watch episodes 13, 14, 18, and 25. And we'll be back next time to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Bye bye.